Hello, I'm so happy to see you. I am happy to see you as well. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. This has been a um, very uh, trying week. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah, been a long one. It's, yeah. It just crawls towards the end of the winter, you know, it's just like, is spring coming? Yeah, and for us, it's the opposite of that because winter is like our only really good time of year to me. So once it starts getting warmer, I get depressed. <laughs> There's always like a transitional thing where you're like, oh, I'm used to it being like this and now it's starting to change and yeah, learning to catch up with it and getting used to it again. It's yeah. So I'm going to start off by saying how absolutely beautiful you are. And I love your background and all your beautiful plants. And I love your red walls and it's just beautiful. Thanks. The rest of the house is kind of a disaster because we're redoing our kitchen right now. Oh, that's cool though. But this is like the nicest corner, so figure out. It's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. All of these plants, this is all my husband's doing. Like I have a magenta thumb. I cannot keep plants mm. alive to save my life. So it's nice yeah. to can do all of that. So that is house is covered with plants too. It's like a jungle. That's awesome. My mom's like that. Like I always say my mom could stick a pencil in the ground and it would grow. <laughs> I don't I don't really have that um, gene. But I think part of it is because we live in the desert and I don't really, I grew up in Ohio, so I understand how to grow things in Ohio. I don't really quite get the desert. Um, yeah. And we never had indoor plants for a long time because we had cats and the cats always were just getting into them and whatever, so. I don't know. I'm I'm slowly trying to get into that though because I love plants and I think they add so much beauty and yeah all sure. that good stuff. So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> it's like the best decorating elements ever. Just some plants. Yeah, like it's I don't so know beautiful. Check, check out this bad boy right behind me. Can you see? Yeah, it? I I can. Shiflura's like eight feet tall. It's giant. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Moving it's kind of, we'll put it outside in the summertime to get like some sun and rain and everything. Yeah. It just sort of, it weighs like a million pounds. Yeah. That's it's, super it's, cool though. It's a, it's a two person job. And I think that's a jade plant back there. Yeah. I think that's a jade. I have a, one is, but I don't know either. They're all cool. They're all cool. I love them. We just planted a bunch of seeds. Um, uh, I don't know how much you have seen my pictures or whatever, but we just had uh, caterpillars. Oh. And we um, bought these kits off of Amazon where they send you caterpillars and then they turn to, you know, pupas and then they hatch and whatever. So we went through this whole process and we decided we wanted to get some butterfly friendly plants. Um, outside to you know help the environment and all that stuff so we just planted a whole bunch of like zinnias and um uh milks uh what is that thing milkweed, milkweed? yeah uh -huh. so we we just we're getting we're, we're slowly trying to figure this planting thing out out here i'm trying to look for like stuff that really you can't kill it because of the heat and the sun and yeah, there's yeah. no no water ever so or <laughs> rain rather so we'll see what happens i'm hoping so far they're doing great like the seeds all sprouted up real quick and i hope we have zinnia flowers here soon but anyway yeah so that's my oh we also planted a bunch of cypress um Ooh, pretty 
yeah, Mike took on this project. We wanted to plant some cypress. And so like early, probably fall, he bought cypress seeds and we read about how to like put them in the refrigerator and do all the stuff to get them prepared to put into dirt. And now they're, they're about this high and they're just these little tiny green little cypress sprigs. Uh -huh. And we're trying to grow palms too, but so far we haven't had any luck um, sprouting any palm seeds. But it's funny because you'll just be walking outside and you'll see palms coming up through cracks in the street and whatever. And we're like purposely trying to grow them and we can't get them to, to do anything. But fingers crossed. But the cypress are so cute. They're like little tiny little the baby tiny trees. trees. Yeah, yeah, so cute. They're, they're cool, yeah. I think this might be, I'm not 100% sure. This guy over yeah. here. Okay. I think that might be some sort of related to a cypress. It might be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. But it's pretty. It's pretty, whatever it is. Yeah, I'm <laughs> happy because the past couple of days the crocuses are starting to bloom. Oh, oh yeah. And that's when it's just like, oh God, spring is really coming. It's yeah, I do miss that. I miss like the daffodils and the hyacinth and the crocus and all those. Yeah, I miss the spring flowers in Ohio too. Because you're in Grand Rapids, correct? Yep. Yeah, that's where Mike grew up in Grand Rapids. I heard that. I heard that. Yeah. yeah. One of those yeah. where it's like people talk about like, oh, did you know that so-and-so is from Grand Rapids? And it's like, oh, no. Yeah. I'm from here originally. I'm, I moved here like five years ago. Okay. I'm from Midland originally. Okay. It's a cool city. I think it's uh, His family's all still there. So we go up. We haven't been in a while, but we go up and occasionally hang out in Grand Rapids. It's a pretty cool city. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. And with it, it's Van Portfleet, right? Yeah. That's a very Dutch name. There's a lot of great yeah. Dutch names around here. That's one of the things I yeah. did when I first moved out here. I was just like, everybody's name is like Vander Van Van Van. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny, though, because we, we did our DNA a couple years ago, and he was expecting, like, Dutch to be really high on his list, and it wasn't. Oh, so really? that was, yeah, that was kind of interesting. He, he was more Swedish. Um but yeah, it, it, that was interesting. We were expecting it to be like, you know, top on the list, but everybody up there is Dutch and mixed in with everybody else. So I don't know, whatever. And his name's actually sort of an Americanized version of the original name. You know, you know how a lot of people, when they came over here, they sort of changed spelling. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, that's I don't what know. happened with my, my last name was like some crazy something and they just simplified it to Spiker. So yeah or like my, i like my last name it's kind of it's funny. very cool yes. <laughs> your I, whole name is cool i hyphenated when i got married i was like i don't want to give up my last name can we just stick yours on the end yeah it's so punk rock yeah <laughs> yeah yeah like i would think that that was like a fake name nah, yeah I'll, I'll that's show cool you my, I'll show you my ID. <laughs> <laughs> no need i trust you so how do you pronounce your first name alisa Alisa. That's what I thought, but I wasn't sure. But if yeah. it's anything vaguely like that, I'll answer to it. Did I have That's a, how I am. I had a boss call me Eliza for like three years, and I was just like, yeah, it's good enough. If it's yeah. right from the paychecks, then call me whatever you want, you know? Yeah. But. I'm kind of the same way, because I got a lot of Tara. Tara, Tara. Nobody ever knows, you know, if it's Tara or Tara or whatever. I don't correct people anymore. I used to, like, when I was younger, it would make me really mad. Like when I was, you know, in, in elementary school, it's Tara, 
you know, now I'm just like, whatever, as long as you're not calling me a hoe, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> don't call me a libtard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. It's been a while yeah. since I got one of those though. Yeah. Yeah, just like a real Yeah, people have chilled. They have, they have, and that's, that's a good thing. I know. I was just telling a friend yesterday, it's like, I don't even care about the news anymore. Like, I don't, I'm not interested in it at all. Mm -hmm. And it's such a refreshing thing to be able to go back to a life of just casually caring what's going on. And yeah. you're not like, what happened now? You know, it's just right. kind of, it's so nice not to care about it anymore. It is. Very yeah. Nice. Just have it be boring again. Yes, exactly. Can't get too bored and then like lose interest and then that right. happens. But exactly. At least we're not dealing with like you know World War Three every. Yeah, time. and like just the insanity of it all on and you know, and on both sides of it, like it seems like both sides have just kind of chilled out now. Like it's we're not angry and arguing all all the time anymore. It's just kind of like yeah, you believe what you believe, I believe what I believe, like it used to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, it's been real nice. And of course, now everybody's more focused on, you know, Dr. Seuss and potato this heads. kind of, yeah, potato heads and whatever. I, you know, just silliness. But I'd rather that than the what we were going through, you know, even just a few weeks ago. So, yeah, I was just wondering, like, what the long term ramifications like? Are people going to have, like, PTSD after all of this, you know? Like I feel sort of like it definitely there's a fear to me now. Like next time the voting comes up, it, you know, it's definitely going to be like, let's not take steps backwards, please, you know? Yeah, like, let's just have an election and it just goes regularly. Like, yes, exactly. Just normal life again where we just kind of vaguely care. <laughs> yeah. And hopefully, you know, we can all get our uh shots and we get enough immunity going that we don't have to worry so much about that anymore and just you know life can sort of go back to normal here in michigan they were saying that um every adult i think over the age of 18 i think it was is gonna be able to get a shot by april 5th wow yeah i was like whoa like they just boom that is fast I'm hoping I'm hoping that that's like you know not just them being optimistic and that's what yeah. it's going to be but um I'm totally down for that. I mean yeah. It's just done so we can like just have a summer again. Last right. Time, so lame. Oh my gosh. Like I know. Nothing I know. to do nowhere to like like you're the first person that I've like talked to like outside my little like yeah. You know and like a month, two months. Yeah. You know, it's just like a very small isolate. Like I love all my people, like my pop. Sure. But I miss like going to things and just meeting people, like just randomly talking to people. Yeah. I know. I know. And you know, it's so hot here in the summer and we have a community pool and we just never went because it's it's a small pool anyways and you can't maintain distance that well in a pool and so our poor kid was just like stuck in the house all the time and just you know i we're so looking forward to fall when because it'll be fine to go back to school in the fall at that point because every you know uh all the teachers and stuff have gotten vaccinated out here and mike's already fully vaccinated and i'll get it whenever i can get it which i'm suspecting to be soon also because i think they said here i want to say by may 
So that's also pretty soon. So yeah. we'll all be good to go by the fall and he can go back to school and get out of the house and be with other children again, you know, yeah. <laughs> and not have to be around boring mom and dad uh-huh. <laughs> 24-7. So it'll be nice. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be set to drive. So oh my gosh. No, right? Oh, geez. Oh. We have to like buckets of Xanax to just get through. Like, you're going somewhere. Okay, we'll just Aww. make sure you have your blinker on. Use your. Get that tracker on your phone. Yeah, for sure. You know that tracker? You're going to have your location on here at all times. So I know where you're yeah. at. You know. Yeah. Aww. Wow, that's mind blowing. Yeah. Getting old, man. Getting old. Yeah. Mine's still little, so, because I had him, I was 39 when I had him. Okay. So I was quite a bit older. And, um, he, you know, he's only nine, so he's still little. And I'm just like, stay little forever. Don't, don't grow forever. up. I, I, look at to... of, I look at pictures of Anwen and I just like cry sometimes. I'm all like, where did you go? Oh. You're right here, but you're not, you know. It's so different. It's so different. Just even from a couple years ago, like their little personalities and everything changed so fast. And you're like, where's that little baby? It's like, it's like this weird, exciting thing because there's other cool stuff that happens. But then you sort of are almost like mourning that little baby part too. Cause you're like, oh, you're gone. Where did that little guy go? I'm like, I don't change. You know what I mean? I'm the same person I was more or less for the past 30 years or whatever. Uh-huh. So it's just so bizarre that a human being changes that fast and it's so fast that you can't kind of keep up with it. It's so uh-huh. just bizarre. And I mean, people always like tell you the whole thing of like, oh, it goes so fast. It goes so fast. And you're just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and then when it actually happens, it's like, oh, my gosh, I just want to just want to keep them. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. And teenagers. Teenagers. It's been all right. Yeah. Like I was a hellion when I was yeah. young. So I'm like blessed that I'm just, she's just, you know, she does well in school. She doesn't get in. That's awesome. So I'm just like, thank you so much because I'm sure, I always say like my dad, I gave him all of the gray hairs in his beard. So yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I drove you crazy. I know as an adult, you're like, wow, I was a real asshole. Uh-huh. <laughs> Very harshly, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's part of it. I, and I try to keep that in mind, too. Like, sometimes when I hear my voice, just, I feel like, some days I'm sure you feel this way. Like, it feels like all you're doing is nagging all day long. Like, do this, do that. Why are you doing this? And I just sit there and I'm like, oh, I hate myself so hard right now. But, like, you have to. Like, you can't just let them just do whatever they want, you know, but I'm like, I hate myself so bad right now. (laughs) And then in retrospect, I'm like, I wish my mom would have ridden me harder because it would have been, you know, that's a whole nother thing. But yeah, yeah, like my mom was so like, didn't require anything of me at all. Mm -hmm. And so it took, it was hard for me to like, require things of myself as I got older, you know, now I'm like, I'm fine, but that like 20, that like age from 20 to 30, it took a lot of um, settling into having to be responsible and, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trying to adult. Right, like, right. <laughs> it was not easy. Not easy. I remember my dad said, he's just like, okay, so we're 
pushing you out of the nest. Can you fly? It's like, oh, <laughs> I'm trying. Aww. Just now doing better, you know what I mean? Like, just now got my shit together, like, mid-30s, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just now getting the hang of the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, I feel like you figure it out, and then you're just like, okay, this sucks. I want to be a kid again. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, I like, go you ahead. Pick up a hobby, like, skydiving or something like yeah. podcast <laughs> so it's gotta be something cheesy like, like you, you get like a really fancy car and yeah 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 and get, get myself a corvette or something yeah me and all my piles of money i got laying around <laughs> tons yeah it's hidden i know it's hidden yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah how funny yeah so so tell me about your beautiful um, designs. Oh, um, living the dream, man. Like just making beautiful stuff, like getting an idea and making it, you know? That's and so cool. Kind of uh, just stumbled into like using recycled materials and whatnot, you know? And I like the challenge that they present because you have like limited amounts of you know, a material, you know, or something. Right. I only have like 40 inches of this. Like, what can I do with it? But I just love fabric and old textiles, old lace. Old lace is like crack to me, dude. I'll, like, I buy it on eBay. Like, I'm just scouring eBay for like little treasures all the time, you know. And it's so cool. The state sales have been really lame lately, like the entire past year. Yeah. They've just been canceled or like they're just lame. There's, there hasn't been, I think in the past year I've gone to maybe five estate sales, which is yeah. like ridiculous for me. Like it used to be five every couple of weeks kind of thing, you know, a couple of week at least, but. And how fun. Oh, it's real fun. It's just like. Yeah. I felt I always felt like it would be a fun uh, like reality TV show to do for sure. Like GoPro like for the super hype like some of them aren't that hype but like sometimes it'll be like a hundred people waiting outside to get in and they all want a certain thing you know. Oh cool! Some like pretty awesome brawls you know like people just like. No way. As I was saying, like, it would be really interesting. One of the first big ones I went to when I moved out here, like, some woman was walking by with, like, a wrought iron gate, and, like, this guy walked up to her and just ripped it out of her hand and was like, that's mine. And, like, it just turned into this whole thing, and then she started crying. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, is that what it's like out here? Like, these people are cutthroat. Like, I don't want to cross anybody out here. Like, I'll get shanked. That is wild. It is fun, though. It's fun. So yeah. You got to get there, like, way early because, like, you know it's going to be hype and you know there's really good stuff. And, like, sometimes there'll be people that wait outside those things for, like, days. Oh, you my know? gosh. In their car for days. Like, so, you know. But they're always, like, super interesting people. Like, people that are that diehard about what they collect or what they, yeah. do, what they do. Like, they're always really interesting. You can learn a lot of things. That's really, it, like, I had no idea. Yeah, check it out. Like, just check. You can go to um, estatesales.net. Okay. Put in your zip code, and it'll show, It'll just pop up. Like, all the sales that are around your area will pop up, and just look through, and they always post, like, pictures of what's inside there. And you oh, just, like, wow. 
there's probably some good ones out here too, like over in, you know, Scottsdale and sort of the, there's, you know, some pretty fancy areas around here. So yeah. probably, there's probably some interesting stuff. Huh? Sometimes like the really rich, fancy neighborhoods just have like really basic, like modern mm. stuff, you know, like just yeah. basic crap that like you can find wherever, you know, it might be nice quality, but it's like not, not interesting, not interesting or yeah. unique or collectible or that makes sense. Value, yeah. You know? But yeah, when you can find the really good ones, those are just like, I'll travel for those, you know. How cool. It's kind of fun, you know, like just go on a little adventure and. Yeah. Don't know what you're going to come across. Yeah, I don't know what you're going to get. You got to wait forever to get in there. And then like, am I going to get that thing? Or is this person that's like two ahead of me going to get it? And then I'm just going to cry the rest of the way. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. That's really interesting. I mean, I like, I like, I love going to like thrift stores and stuff like Goodwill and I was just talking to a friend today, like, it's, you know, it's been over a year since I've been to a Goodwill. I just oh, love yeah. going in there and finding the weirdest stuff that I can find, you know? Um, and, but there's tons of, like, antique malls out here and um, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I haven't really done a lot of that, but I, I should because I'm totally fascinated by that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, and, it, and I would love to get some sort of... Um, some older furniture and stuff like that, refinish it or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I also have limited space. So it's one, one reason I haven't looked too hard because I'm like, I don't really have the space for all this stuff. Yeah, that's <laughs> but, I just need a bigger house to put all my I stuff know, in. I know, I <laughs> know. Yeah, <laughs> that would be nice. It's like reupholstering old furniture. Cause like you can come across like beautiful old stuff, but it's just, you know, covered in cat paper. Yeah, so right. Interesting. You can get it for like 40 bucks, but like getting it recovered, you know, yeah. somewhere it's going to cost you hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Right. Know? So I figured it would be a lucrative thing to like learn how to do, you know, even yeah. like a side hobby type little hustle thing, just find a piece and flip it and try and get some bucks off of it kind of thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, especially with like marketplace and stuff on Facebook, mm. you could probably sell things pretty quick on there, I would think. Or you could all those scratchy sketchy people probably but oh, man i was trying to we were trying to give a give away a pool table just giving it away and oh my god dude like the people that contacted were just like one dude was like hey baby girl and like, oh lord like, oh, no, dude, no, like, <laughs> not like that bro <laughs> talking craigslist here you know it's not that oh i didn't even think about that i mean i uh gross <laughs> yeah there was i i saw this like china cabinet or something on on uh marketplace one time and i wanted it so bad and mike's like dude we're not like no we can't <laughs> let people know where we live and stuff like yeah, yeah. i guess <laughs> yeah there's some weirdos out yeah, there are. We get real paranoid about that. We used to have people like show up at our PO box and stuff. And what? so, yeah, it's kind of creepy. So like, and it, it's not as, it wasn't as wor worrisome before we had Dirk. But now that we have Dirk, it's like, I don't want to kill somebody. If You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't want to have to kill somebody to protect my child. So right, right. yeah, we have to get real kind of paranoid about that stuff but i even get sort of paranoid sometimes like when you order stuff online you're like what if this person like puts your address i mean it, first of all you can find people's addresses but you know i just google search like what if, yeah when was the last time you googled yourself it's terrifying i <laughs> like, know 
like voter no. information will come up, like people in your close family, like all kinds of things. And then you'll have those like scam websites that say like, so-and-so has, you know, a, a, a warrant out for their arrest or something like check out their criminal record. Yeah. Like, what? I don't have a warrant. We don't tell the people I have a warrant. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like messing with my whole thing, but uh, I know. Yeah, or the the Google Maps where you can put in an address and then you can do the street view thing. Yeah, where you can just like look at their house. I you know. know. Crazy, like when I do that at my house, the house is blurred out, <laughs> and I don't know why. I think you can request that. So maybe maybe your husband requested that and you just didn't know or something. Because I think you can request that they remove all your information. Or yeah. Maybe people who lived here before. It could be. It's been updated for a while. That's probably what it is. But yeah, like I there's certain websites and I don't know whether uh and I should do it again cuz I did this a while ago. But you can go put your information in and they'll scrub you from the internet. That'd be cool. So people can't like look up your address and whatever. Yeah. But I should probably re-up that because it's probably been a while. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's creepy. Choose, it's like if professionally I could leave my name up there because obviously I want people right. to find, you know, yeah. but I don't want them to find my address. Or yeah, my yeah. It's your personal information, like your address and stuff like that. It's not, you know, like your Facebook profile or whatever. Although you could probably pay to have somebody do that too, but... Yeah, or I think it's uh, something you can do in Facebook settings where you like change your visibility or something like probably. that. Probably. Yeah, probably. I don't know either. I'm so not, we were discussing this earlier. I'm so not tech savvy at all. Like everything I do is like half-assed in like the wrong way. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of ludicrous at this point. Like I, I, I've what, I've got like 10 books out. I can't tell you how to format a book. I don't know. I just like whatever. Yeah. Um, no, there's people that know how to do that. Exactly. I like writing stories. I didn't like start writing stories to like learn how to format a book. Like that's the whatever. So, but but it is funny. Like I just don't have that. I like the fun parts of stuff. I hate the other parts of it. And so I put it off and put it off and put it off as like long as I possibly can. Like even this whole um, podcast thing, when I, when I decided to do it, I was like, it's going to be the most basic. I don't care about sound quality. I don't care about editing. People can say whatever they want, whatever. And then the more I get into it, I'm like, that really sounds bad. Like, why would you want to sit and listen to that when it's like cutting out and like the quality of the, you know, so I'm slowly trying to figure things out. Like this week I've got headphones on and like a microphone thing. We'll see how it works out. I hope it sounds better than some of my previous ones, but like, it's a trial and error thing, yeah. but like, I, I don't like having to learn technical stuff. Like even with recording music, like Mike is like a freaking guru with yeah. all of our equipment and stuff. Whenever it's my turn to go do something, I'm just like <laughs> pressing buttons. It's just, you know, ridiculous. And I've forgotten how to do everything too. Cause I used to record, actually record solo stuff. So I knew the the equipment better it's been so long now that i'm just like how do you turn the volume up <laughs> so ridiculous it? yeah <laughs> i have some friends that do like they mix music and they have the whole like all the switches and all the buttons and I'm yeah like, how do you even know where do you even start like where i know do you start to familiarize yourself with this you know well and it's funny because we don't have all of that like literally we're recording an album right now and <laughs> 
It's so ridiculous. First of all, we had this old ass Dell computer, like laptop computer that like the equipment like shorts out all the time. Like it, it just doesn't work sometimes. And, and Mike has it sitting on the end of our bed and then his guitar will be sitting like on the side of the bed beside of it or like whatever equipment he happens to be working at. It's so ridiculous. And like, we just put our mic stand. We don't have a pop guard. We don't have anything. We just record directly into the microphone sitting at the end of the bed. There's no, we don't have a desk. We don't, we don't have, we don't have anything official or whatever, but you know, it is what it is. Mike's like, I know my equipment. I don't, I, you know, we're still using like programs that other people like laugh about and like, it gets the results we want, so and I mean, whatever. In five years, it'll be like the cool, like niche, like yeah, right. like they get nostalgic about it. You know? Yeah, you get the old stuff again because it sounded better. You know? That would be funny. Oh, everybody's going back to Acid 4.0. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. But yeah, I don't know. You know, I I feel like, and I'm sure you relate to this. It's more about like the passion of what you're doing and less about sort of the way it happens. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like, you know, part of your whole thing is like finding the materials and like reworking them. And, uh -huh. you know, Did you probably ever... don't sit around and think about the technical aspects of it so oh, much. Oh, God, no, no. The technical, yeah. that's the worst part. Like, right. stuff with it in your head is the fun part. And then yeah. having to put it together like physically is worse, dude. I wish so bad that like I had enough money to just hire like 10 people and I could be all like, okay, I want this out of this like that yeah you know like go to yeah the, you know, come and check and see you know but like actually having to like oh okay so this shape's gotta look like this and i've got i've got like 50 inches of it and it needs to be you know it's like oh, yeah so it's it's more fun doing it that way i think than just going and buying like five yards of fabric or whatever and just um, yeah this is what i need for this project it's just like well this is what I have, and this is what I can do with it to make it work. And That's like, cool. The, the challenge of it is what keeps it interesting, you know? Yeah, yeah. like putting a puzzle together almost. Kind of, yeah. And then it's just like just seeing what works and what fabrics go together and colors and stuff. Like those tops that I made this week, like the the ro like the pink robe thing, and then like those two tops that have the, the mooka tops, mm -hmm. you know? Like those pieces of fabric, it's just like there's there's that embroidery only on like the pieces are only like this, you know. So how do you make it do a whole thing and go around you, you know? Yeah. And not be like, and this is a lot of people ask me. They're all like, well, can you do like bigger sizes? Because everything is so small, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't have any more of it. Like I'm trying yeah. to make as much of it as I can to make it a wearable size, you know. Yeah. Because I've only got like 15 inches of here, you know, to like make. Yeah. Thing. so it's it's difficult but you know. yeah i was thinking about that too that must be hard like to figure out sizes and stuff if you've got like limited materials yeah yeah, yeah. add as much as you can and like just figure it out the way you know as best yeah as yeah it's interesting it's that's cool like do you get a lot of people um asking you to specifically create stuff for them yeah, like I'll get people to send me pictures and, you know, can can you make this? Like, how, how close can you get to this? And I'm all like, you know, I can get pretty close to it, you know? And then it's just like, okay, well, what's your budget like? Because yeah. you know, that's going to be like, that's going to take me like two months to make. So, right. You know, 
of money, you know, and that's yeah. Always, I, I I always hate. I like, I know. I like people bring ideas to me and everything, but I just always hate telling them what the price will be because it's always yeah. like, oh, no, you know, or sometimes even I'll get the people who are just like, why is that so expensive? And it's like, well, there's so much work involved. There's work involved. And then it's just like, well, you know, if you want to just buy some knockoff, you know, from some like obscure website and, you know, you're going to pay like a hundred bucks for something, you're going to get something that's worth a hundred bucks right so that be as nice as you were hoping it would be you know right I mean, so it's, yeah it's always i used to work at a bridal shop you know and it was like we'd have people come in all the time like alterations at a bridal shop and they'd come in with like these dresses that they would get from like wish or something you know or, mm. or whatever you know like i don't even yeah know and they're all like well i only paid like 40 dollars for it and it's just unworkable like just yeah tedious, like the cheapest fabric like the cheapest everything you know and it, they're like well can, can you help me with this and i'm like nah dude like <laughs> yeah blonde right now i don't and i don't have yeah that, unfortunately but yeah good job there dude you want to hear some stories i'll tell you oh i'm sure <laughs> lay them on me <laughs> i'm sorry what lay them on me oh <laughs> <laughs> We, we're not editing anything out, so <laughs> just be quiet and not get myself in any trouble. Uh, good idea. See, you're smart. You can self-edit yourself. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, it's a, uh, bridezillas are a thing. They are a real oh, thing. Oh, I'm sure. And they will make your life hell. <laughs> Gosh, I can imagine. Yeah, you know, um, if I hate, like, you brought up the part about when people ask you how much stuff costs. That's always the awkward part. Yeah. Is the whole money part of it. Because, like, people don't understand how much time you spend on things. And, like, it's it's so, it's so, like, even with, you know, music and stuff, people just want to get it for free. And you're like, do you not realize that, like, this band spent probably a year working on it? in hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and then you're pissing and moaning about spending 99 cents for one song that you're going to have for the rest of your life if you Forever. yeah it's it's it is it's weird and like we're super chill about that stuff anyways because like that's not our job anymore like we don't have to rely on music to pay our bills anymore because we have other jobs so it takes a lot of the pressure off of you, obviously. And plus we record at home, so we're not paying to go into a studio or anything like that. It's all free for us. So right. we're not as like crazy about like the free downloads and stuff. And and actually on our band camp, we have pretty much everything. Name your own price. So if you want it for free, take it, have it with our blessing, mm -hmm. whatever. But, you know, for for a band that's like that, that's their living. Right. And they're trying to pay their bills. You're bitching to pay 99 cents for a song? Like, really? You know, you don't complain about your Starbucks every day that you spend like six bucks on, yeah, but you know. <laughs> but it's just, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing how people value like art differently than like a pair of pants at the store. Right. You know, or, you know. They don't think anything about going out and, you know, spending $100 at the bar or whatever. But then they're like nickel and diming about, you know, a record or, you know, whatever. Your stuff with that's taking you two months to yeah. create. Yeah. yeah, it's it's it is. It's weird how, you know, you wouldn't like question um, 
you know, the guy that comes in and does your plumbing or puts your flooring in or whatever, but yet the person that is creating like a beautiful piece of art, you're like, well, I just don't know. That's right. just ridiculously expensive, you know? I'm sorry. I just want to yeah. pay their bills. That's yeah, I'm right. It's like, I'm not even trying, like, I don't even think my stuff is that exorbitant, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, you could look at it be like, dude, I don't know, I gotta pay a hundred bucks for a tub. And it's like, I totally understand. Like, I mean, I shop at the thrift store, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if you're looking at it, like, this is a really unique, one of a kind piece of art, you know? And that's why I always just wanted to, like, brand myself as just an artist like not like a yes designer. it's like these and that's why i don't i don't really do customs anymore i don't do custom work because i'm just like i just want these all to just be all like my brain meets through my sewing machine make yeah it, you know like i don't i don't want it to be well people used to tell me all the time oh you should be on like project runway or you should you know try and show it like new york fashion week for like the independent and i'm just like that is not about your thing. Yeah, it's just like I don't I don't want the commercialism of it, you know? Like I'd rather it just be me doing stuff and that Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's the same way we approach music. It's the same way I approach my writing. What I like mm -hmm. to sell more, mm -hmm. of course. Like I would love to be able to do music again full time as a living. Uh -huh. But you know, it, it, there's ways to make that happen if you don't care about what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like your thing, you know, like you could be generic and mm -hmm. make it happen. I've had like some, I've had some companies like contact me and they're all like, oh, well, we do like pattern making and like, uh, you know, clothing production. So if you had sketches and stuff, we could do, you know, however many you want. And I'm like, but I didn't make it. Like, it just seems like right. it, it wouldn't be, it would just be sort of like fake. Not yeah, really. it would be like a fraudulent. Yeah. So I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. Hopefully it'll still pay the bills and I'll still, yeah. you know, as long as I can do it, I'm just going to keep writing it out. And then if yeah. everything crashes and I need to get a job, <laughs> job again, then I'll worry about that then. Yeah. And then I'm just going to keep on keeping on. And, and it's awesome that you can, you know, do your art for for your living that's yeah. incredible it's like that but then i split it with like the vintage thing like i still sell vintage clothes and stuff mm -hmm. like that which i still have a lot of passion for yeah it's different than like creating you know like taking something and fixing it up and making it presentable and presenting it and you know selling it or whatever it's just different than like actually like conceiving something and like, right you know seeing it yeah like organically into fruition kind of thing yeah that was that was a thing <laughs> man i'm always doing air quotes so who am i to i'm not judging you yeah i see yeah. that it's like cut off to here so like a lot of my hand gestures have been down here. <laughs> doing all kinds of crazy bernie sanders stuff yeah i never realized how much i wiggled around until yeah. i started doing these like i'm constantly fidgeting just all the time yeah yeah constantly like picking up my hair yes so yeah like I'm always scratching at something or <laughs> adjusting something or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think it's super cool though, because even, you know, it's, you know, 
so you're not like designing 100% full time, but you're still doing related things yeah, that you yeah. still love. So that's awesome. Well, and I feel like a lot of the vintage stuff, like the, it inspires me. You know, I'll look at something sure. and I'll be like, oh, I really like, especially like just looking at how they're constructed, you know, like just learning different fabric, like different sewing techniques, the way they, the way they did back in the day. You yeah. Know? I've learned a lot of that just by like, putting stuff back together like you know re-sewing seams or doing something like reverse engineering sort of yeah 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 so yeah me, like you need to like completely take them apart to like reline them or like interline them or do something like that you know and so it's just like a it's really interesting now not all of the like talking about like full restoration like i mean i do that every once in a while but like most of it's just sort of like, you know, fixing it up and cleaning it. Like, oh my God, dude, cleaning some of those dresses, the house smell like dead people. Like, Ugh, yeah. Some of the, some of the, like, just like a hundred years of NAS coming off of these dresses. Like, <laughs> the, like, the, like, there would be dresses that, like, one dress, and I'll, like, soak clean it, and the water just looks like Ugh. trucker pee. Like, just disgusting. That is so dirty. wild. It's disgusting, and it smells so bad, but. I get them cleaned up and then they'll be wearable again. I've found yeah. some filthy, nasty, disgusting dresses. And I'm like, I think I can fix it. That's but, interesting. Yes. So is it just, do you think that the person just didn't uh, clean their clothes properly? Or, I mean, like, is that... It's just it's just ancient, you know, especially yeah. depending on how they were stored. Like, if it was stored in a box in the basement, you know, it's going to be nasty. You're going to have all that... Yeah. Milk. Or if it's stored in the attic where it's like dry, you know, really dry and there's lots of like temperature fluctuation mm. between like hot and cold, then it can make the fabric like really, really brittle and it'll just fall mm. apart. And, and that has its own, there's like attic smell and there's basement smell. Yeah. Basement smell is worse because then it's like. I would think. Yeah, all the moldy, gross. Yeah. Smell. I bet you get a lot of cigarette stench also back because oh, everybody used to smoke back in the day. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Yeah. I've gotten, I've gotten like lots of white dresses that I thought were like gold or champagne. And yeah. I them and then like two packs of <laughs> day for 50 years just comes out into the water. Wow. It actually is a really pretty color though, if I'm being honest. Like. Hmm smoke patina on white like just turns it into this like beautiful gold so yeah if it's not too disgusting like smelly or has lots of like gross stains i'll just leave it because it's, it's kind of like tea staining in a way yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. Kind of, like, that's part of its history yeah like you know like you know you it's always so silly to see like uh distressed jeans you know like jeans with tons of holes in them and it's just like but that's the that's the character. It's its character. It's a part of it now. You know, it's 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 genuine patina. You know, but yeah, I could see that. Yeah, but most long, of the time, it's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. As long as they don't smell, that's yeah. the you know. If it's stained but it doesn't stink, I'm we're good. <laughs> that's if funny. It's got, if it's just got like the generic like old thing smell, you know what I'm talking about? Like yes, like, I do. Yeah, like I kind of like that. Like I have a. Um, I've got this book. It's like the oldest thing I own right now. It's a dictionary from like 1770 something. Oh, wow. It is the most, it smells, it's got the old book, but it's just old, 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 old. And it's That's cool. 
resale for two bucks. It was just like in some box with like other stuff. I was just all like, dude, this looks good. I'm just gonna snag two bucks. Like, I'm gonna snag Yeah. Turns That's out, cool. I got it home and I was looking through it and I'm like, it has the, you know, back in the day, S's look like F's in print. Yeah. 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 And I was like, this is really old. I gotta look into it. Turns out it's really old. Oh, wow. That's so cool. That'll be at my estate sale and hopefully like 50 years. <laughs> That's yeah. my goal. And I've been, I'm always talking to like all the, 90% of the time I'll be like the youngest person at a state sale. It's always old people, you know? Yeah. And, uh, we always kind of joke with each other about like, you know, whoever dies with the most stuff wins. <laughs> and I'm all like, well, I'm, I've got a yeah, head start on all of you, you know, like I'm, I've got like, you guys are kind of on your way out. Like I'm coming up. <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> they, they have good humor, though. So <laughs> oh, that would be fun. There, Like, I can't imagine you would just find some crazy stuff. It's kind of like that show American Pickers or whatever, where they go around to the places and they find some crazy stuff. That would be a dream. Just drive all over. See, we've been talking about, like, after Anwen's, like, off to school doing whatever. We're like, well, what if we just, like got a van or got some like kind of like a camp or something and what if we just traveled like half the year just go travel find cool stuff go to sales and whatnot you know and maybe rent out the house while we're gone kind of yeah you know but just do travel around and <laughs> i don't have covid or anything i just <laughs> it's I, I'm, I'm pretty sure i'm allergic to cats and it's breaking my heart because i have two cats that i love very much yeah but I'm starting to think that I have allergies to them. Yeah, I um, when we first moved out here uh, to Arizona, I had the worst allergies, and like my head was impacted for a full year. Oh, wow. I couldn't, I couldn't breathe. I qu had to quit singing everything, and I finally, because I kept thinking like, well, whatever's blooming right now will stop blooming and it'll get better. Well, it didn't get better. And so finally I went to an allergist or whatever, and I'm allergic to like dogs and cats. I'm like, I've had dogs my entire life. I've had, you know, I've had cats like a huge chunk of my life. So I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'll just be stuffy headed around the dog and the cat. But um, it's mostly the trees here because yeah. I didn't grow up with them. So I'm not, my body doesn't know these plants out here. <laughs> right. right. It, it was really dry out there too does that like bother your breathing and stuff like that too it it really does um in fact this past week i've had vertigo i have i have it still but so it's, i'm like trying not to move my head certain directions i've had vertigo since tuesday and i've had a migraine for the last two days mike had a migraine um yesterday um when it gets really really dry up in your sinus passages it puts this really weird pressure and it causes you to get like headaches. Yeah. And even when you use like saline mist or anything like that, like it's not enough to really do anything. Mm -hmm. um, and like another thing I find because there's no humidity, I can't smell stuff very well. Oh. So whenever we go, cause we usually go to California once or twice a year cause it's only a few hours away. And when, once I get into California with the humidity, I can like smell everything, uh, you know, I can smell all these trees and plants and, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I forget that I can't smell in areas. Like Mike always, Mike has like weird, like, um, 
uh, Roderick Usher senses, if you know who I'm talking about. Follow the House of Usher. He can hear, yeah, he can hear and smell things that nobody else hears and smells, but they're there because they always pan out that they're there. But he'll always be like, can you smell that? I'm like, can't smell anything. Like, I just can't. Yeah. But then when I go home, like when I go home to Ohio or whatever, and it's humid and I go other places, I'm like, oh, wow, there's this whole world of, of smells that I don't get in Arizona. Mm -hmm. oh. But yes, in answer, uh, to make a long story less long, a short story long, I should say, yes, it does affect your, <laughs> your breathing. Um, it, you know, it's nice as far as the heat goes, but hot is hot. If it's 110 degrees, it's 110 degrees. I don't, I don't know about that. See, because we, we always say here that like, oh, well, you know, when it's hot, it's all like, oh, it wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't for the humidity. And it's just like, nah, dude, it's just hot. And it's hot is hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And at least kind of, you know, in some ways, like, first of all, high humidity is awful. Mm -hmm. But humidity, at least like your skin doesn't crack and like dry out. Like yeah. your hair gets brittle. Um, you know, like I said, with your nose being all dried up inside your head and it's the weirdest thing because your nose will be dry, like dripping from allergies, but it's still dry. It's like, yeah, it's so, it. <laughs> yeah, it's the weirdest thing. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I miss humidity and we do get humidity during the monsoon season. Uh -huh. It goes up and then it's really hot. So like, like June to like, mid-July it'll be over 100 degrees but it's dry so it's not as miserable yeah. once the humidity level kicks up during monsoon mm -hmm. it's like you can't even walk outside for a second like you just may as well just not shower because yeah. you're just gonna be sweating like even in the house you know we have central air obviously yeah. the temperature never never changes but just that extra level of humidity, like you do anything in the house and you get sweaty and like, I forget about that from living over there uh -huh. or you get out of the shower and you can't dry off. You're just yeah, like yeah. wet all the time. <laughs> I get to the point like in the middle of the summer, like I'll just fill up the tub with like this much of water and then I'll just periodically go in and just rinse off. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, Cause we don't have air conditioning. We do it oh, fans, you know, brutal air conditioning just, destroys my nose i don't know what it is but it just really bothers my yeah my yeah my eyes and everything like that yeah we just stick with the fans and then sometimes we'll sleep in the basement if it gets real hot you know because yeah can't even fit. that's why i'm just like you say 110 degrees and i'm just like it's brutal it really <laughs> is yeah you just kind of like stay in the house i mean like the summer here is like your winter there basically yeah. You just kind of stay in the house most of the time. But the positive here in the heat is that you can still go swimming. Like, uh, you know, my mom will sit there and say, like, swimming at 120 degrees just doesn't even sound, like, fun. And I'm like, it doesn't sound fun. But then as soon as you get into the water, it's like the heat just goes away. Even though the water is not really cold, it's right. like it's you guys, refreshing. you guys would think it would feel like bath water. Cause it it's warm, uh -huh. but it's comparatively <laughs> it's not. So yeah. I don't know. Well, we're lucky because we have these big, huge, giant lakes. Like it's only oh, like nice. Minutes to Lake Michigan, and nice. It's amazing. It's always got like a great breeze coming straight off. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice um. 
nice reprieve because it's always like you know 10 15 degrees hotter in the city and then you go yeah the wind coming out of oh yeah wait i'm telling you i cannot wait for it to get nice i mean it's been a it's been like a pretty mild winter except the Mm -hmm. last little bit like we got walloped pretty hard yeah really it was early february when it started started getting all of the like nine inches of snow yeah it's like you you shovel and then two hours later you got to shovel again and then you're like when are you gonna stop damn it like yeah keep shoveling this you know like over two. i definitely don't miss that yeah (laughs) i kind of like it it loses its novelty you know like when we were we were shoveling out there our driveway you know and then finally the plow came through you know plow comes through and it just like puts a huge pile of snow back at the end. It's like, oh, so you dig it out again. Yeah. And you came back around again and did it again. I'm like, oh, I can't do it. I don't get yeah. it. Yeah. Like I, I feel like if I uh, could work from home, uh-huh. I wouldn't mind the snow. Because if you don't have to go anywhere, it's kind of like the heat here. It's like if you don't have to go anywhere, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. It's that when you have to, like having to drive in that and having to like scrape your car off and do all that kind of stuff gets real old. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't have to do that, I think I would love it because I miss, I miss clouds. I miss, you know, gray skies. Like here it's just sunny all the time. It's yeah, just, that would drive me insane. I it is. It's like, it's, it's exhausting. Like, I don't know. Some people love the sun. I'm not one of those people. And it's just, it like actually makes me angry because it's so bright and obnoxious all the time. It's just like, you can't even, like Mike always described it, like, it's like going outside and you never have a hat on. There's just always this openness and bright, which has its appeal, obviously, like, but it gets old after a while. Just like any kind of weather gets old after a while, you know? Like some days you're yeah 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 I, I, why, I think that's why i like michigan so much because it's yeah like you have four seasons and they all yeah like just mush together so you never really yeah. know what it's gonna do you know we just well had a warm streak for like a couple of days got up to like 60 degrees everybody out crazy you know got their shorts on and just yeah like, it's crazy you know and now it's like 20 degrees outside yeah, you know? so yeah. Like, your body like, gets confused <laughs> yeah never really get used to it but it's better it keeps you on your toes you know never yeah know what you gotta put on in the morning a sweater or a tank top or a something you know yeah and like here it's so the same all the time that you lose track of even what time of the year it is it's like i i mean that sounds ridiculous but it, it's true it's like sometimes you're like i can't tell if it's spring or fall because nothing changed, like it, everything technically looks exactly the same, just sun and, you know, we don't have, you know, the leaves do shed on the trees every so often, but again, it's like multiple times of the year. So I, I completely lose track of when it is, Yeah. unless there's like Christmas lights up and it's obvious that it's winter. But other than that, it's just like, okay, well, it's hot uh, 80% of the time. And not and less hot. <laughs> I'm hot all the time. <laughs> like it's so funny because Mike and Dirk are always cold, and I'm like sleeping with the windows open, fan blowing on me, and they're always like freezing with the blankets over their head, and I'm just like, I don't know why I live here. It's kind of crazy. 
but at this point we're stuck. <laughs> yeah, I keep thinking like when you're describing where you live and it's always bright and sunny, it, it makes me think of um, the neighborhood in Edward Scissorhands where like every, it's always sunny. Yeah. When you said you were talking about the Christmas lights, it reminded me of that part where he was putting the fake snow on the roof, like that big patty snow or whatever. People do that. Oh, they <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I there, Yeah, people will put that like, uh, we have a, we don't have the grass so much like that neighborhood, yeah. but everything else is kind of the same and like uh, you know more of a southwestern uh, architecture. But yeah, like people will put that big batting, that big cotton batting, like on their gravel and decorate. <laughs> yeah, that happens for sure. Yeah, because it doesn't rain or anything too, so you can yeah, put things out and you don't have to worry about them getting ruined. You know? Yeah. And it's in, it is interesting the differences. Like, um, you know, typically in the Midwest, you put your lights around your house and like in your trees and stuff like that. And people do that here also, obviously. But they'll also put it in the gravel. So like people will have their gravel lit up and it looks really like they'll put like, you know, like blue streaks through it. Like it's a river and like have the deer there. And like it's really it's just a different um different mindset out here it's really interesting the the differences in i guess culture how they do things but so many people move here from the midwest that they bring their traditions also so and like so many people here are so like they want green stuff so bad that they plant plants that don't belong here and so it throws off you know again the allergies and you know the stuff that they were allergic to there that they say they moved here to get away from, they brought with them and they're so allergic to them. So, mm -hmm. and like people wanting to have grass, you know, yeah. and it's just like, well, you have to have winter grass and you have to have summer grass. It's two different kinds of grass. So they have to plant it two times a year. And I'm just like, you're wasting all this water and energy. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I was going to, I was going to ask about like what the water situation is out there. Like, can you, how can you water a yard? Like what, you know, is it, yeah, we actually are very good with water here. We never, we're in a drought, we've been in a drought for a while, but we've got plenty of water because I think Phoenix sits over an aquifer. Oh, okay, cool. So I think, yeah, we've never had any kind of like watering restrictions or anything like that. And in fact, I think that, um, I think that we sometimes share water with California somehow. I don't know. Yeah. I might be just making shit up. But I, I think I remember back a few years ago when they were having some like really bad um, water issues. The drought, yeah, they were. Yeah. Like, that big fat drought for. Yeah. Like, wasn't it? Was it years? That uh, was a long time. Like, yeah. I remember it was just like a joke, you know, like everybody. Yeah. Like, oh, we've got water. We could pipe you some water. It's like. <laughs> you have yeah. So water. It's a big almost a big problem because it's just always flooding and yeah the lakes are so high this year like really to the porcupine mountains which is in the upper peninsula lake superior is as high as oh like it's wow high and had a lot of flooding issues last year and everything we just have so much water yeah now that you say that mike's dad lives on the grand river and he couldn't put his boat in last year because the river yeah, was so high yeah. That got really, really high. Well, it, it tends to flood like every spring, but like yeah. some years are worse than others. There was a, I think it was two two or three years ago, I remember like all of the houses along the Grand River got flooded out real bad. Cause yeah. Thankfully, he's up on a high bank, so like yeah. he's pretty safe there. But yeah, I remember, I remember that, that he couldn't put his boat in. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. That used to be fun when we would go up on vacation. He would, um, he had like a pontoon or whatever. And so we would go on the river. Um, they, Mike used to say they used to take it clear out to Lake Michigan. I never got to do that with them, but um, yeah, they live close enough that it's not so far to get to Lake Michigan from there. Yeah. Kind of interesting. Yeah, it's like a 40 minute drive. So you probably float down there a couple hours, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of how fast you were going. Yeah. That'd be fun. I know some people will just canoe to the lake. They've got like canoe liveries or whatever, like up, yeah. the, up the river a bit, and you can just take them all the way down. That's kind of fun. I'd consider it, but I'm afraid I would tip and drown. That's how, see, that's how I am. Like, to me, like Lake Michigan or Lake Erie or any of the big lakes are really not that different from the ocean to me. And I, just yeah. the thought of being out on like really deep water scares the shit out of me. Oh, dude, yeah. yeah. There are parts of the lakes, though, that are, like, really super-duper shallow. I mean, you can walk out a ways, and you're, like, maybe waist-deep, especially, like, in the Saginaw Bay, like, in the in the little mitten there. Yeah. You can walk straight out to, like, the middle here sometimes, and you're, like, waist-deep. Oh, that's how, interesting. Yeah, it's crazy. It depends on how high the lakes are right now. I haven't been yeah. here on in a bit, but yeah. it's nice. That's cool. It yeah. Is- Mike, t- Mike always tells me about how when he, him and his brother were little, his dad used to take him out to Lake Michigan and just throw him off the pier. Like they used to just jump off the pier and like the waves would be like, you know, like oh. that's insane to me. Like that scares me even thinking about it. Yeah, that's traumatizing. Yeah. At the bottom, I'm not going out there. No, like, I'm the same way. I don't even really like putting my head underneath water. I don't trust my ability to hold my breath or something like that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Up the worst way to go so i'm just gonna avoid all that nonsense i know i love like i love the water and stuff but it just it's i don't know it just scares me i just don't have that i mean i can swim and everything like that but yeah just it's a isolating feeling being out in the water when you can't touch especially when there's other animal like if i'm in a pool i'm okay in a pool in the deep part of the pool but like knowing there's animals and shit in there like I can't. I can't. It's like that part, like the scariest part of any movie ever was in Castaway when he was like just out in the middle of the ocean on that beat raft and then that whale comes up and like looks at him. It's just huge and the huge empty nothing like in the yeah. Water and just yeah. That's like, the, that's like a hellish uh, idea to me. Yeah. Too, too small and too big of an area. Too yes. Significant. It'd be like being out in the desert here. Like if something happened and you're out in the desert, like you're just going to die. Like, let's just, just sit down because you're going to (laughs) die. There's There's no two ways about this. There's a lot of horror movies that have that as the premise, you know? Yeah, for sure. (laughs) It's really interesting. The desert is, um, it's so like when you're, not so much when you're in the city, obviously a city is a city wherever you are. But when you start driving out into the desert and like up into the mountains and stuff, it just, it feels like you can really feel how timeless the earth is Mm -hmm. because the stuff you're looking at has been there for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Mm -hmm. So it's like fascinating to me to think about that, like how there's, you know, you're driving out in the middle of nowhere, there's a boulder sitting there that's been there for 
God knows how long. And it's been sitting there that entire time and what all it's experienced and seen. And, you know, that's just fascinating. Like sometimes you're out walking in the desert and you'll see seashells. Where the fuck did that come from? Exactly. Yeah. Like from way back when this used to be an ocean. Like that's fascinating to me. Yeah. But that's it's just really like, obvious. Yeah. How timeless like, uh, it is. Charlevoix and Traverse City, you can find that, well, they're called like Potaski stones or Charlevoix stones that are like these really cool stones that are like old coral from like millions of years ago. When yeah. In here, and it's just like, where the hell are you talking about? You know, it's interesting. It's, it is. It's so fascinating. And, and, you know, coming from, you know, I grew up over there. So like I, you know, you're used to like trees and forests and this and that. Uh-huh. And so here it just it really does kind of look like another planet like you see mars and you're like that doesn't look that different from places here (laughs) yeah right it's not that different it's interesting um and then of course like you know there's a lot of mythology here you know and stuff like that so that's interesting um like there's uh supposedly this cave in the grand canyon that this guy was taken into this cave like i think by like a native american or something like hundreds of years ago and he claimed that it was like a portal into like another world and there was all this stuff in there and he like described it in great detail which i find completely fascinating they've found chinese relics what? in the grand canyon like where the hell did that come from? like it's just it's so fascinating to me like who knows you know but the part of the park where this cave supposedly was, they've closed it off. Like the rangers aren't even allowed to go in there. Like it's so it's real sketch. Like, like what is the story with this cave? Like, is it real? And does like in there? It's like strange. Right. Things. Like they found a portal to another. Yeah. In there, and they got it. Like. Yeah, it's fascinating to me. Yeah, hold on to your egos. They'll be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they, they don't want anybody knowing the secret. Like, you know, like maybe that's like where the aliens come through or. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's fascinating. The Stargate is in there. That's where yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like they, they, you know, they say that the there's stuff like um, under the ocean, you know, like ships come up out of the ocean and stuff. People claim they've seen that. Uh-huh. You know, it just, I don't I mean, we don't know. Our world is vast. We don't know what's in the center of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's fascinating to me. But we love all that stuff. Like, we watch all those TV shows, Unexplained, and all that, you know, Ancient Aliens. aliens. And, like, yeah. yeah. Do you watch, I can't think of what is what it's called, but the one with um, William Shatner. Uh, is it The Unexplained, I think? Uh-huh. It's great. It, it's a great show. We watch yeah, that one a lot. I, I can't. I can't think of what it's called. I know what you're yeah. about, He's so funny in his delivery, but uh, yeah, that's a good one. But th- we watch all that stuff. Like we've been finding all these like sort of indie film documentaries about stuff like Bigfoot and UFOs and all this stuff. We've been watching a lot of that. That's just. It's cool. It's cool to think of the possibilities of what we don't know. For sure. You know? I was yeah. watching Contact the other day. It's like one of my favorites. Every time it's like I see it's on Netflix or it's free on YouTube or whatever, I'm like, I have to yeah. watch that again. Can you imagine, like, what? How would the world change if, like, we heard 
I don't know. Yeah, if it was just like, there's life somewhere else, like, it would, yeah. it would just like self explode or something. It would just, yeah. like, my head would explode and I'd be like, ah, I don't know. I yeah. I, it'll happen in my lifetime. Yeah. I have mixed feelings about it because if they're good aliens, then I'm cool with it. Like, please come fix our world. Like, help yeah, us. For sure. But if they're not, <laughs> we're powerless to, you know what I mean? Unless it's like a world of worlds thing where, um, you know, they can't handle our bacteria or something yeah. like that. But that's another thing. When we went to see that, um, of course, I had seen the original World of the Worlds. But when we saw that, we went to the theater, yeah. um, the Tom Cruise one. And I that was just terrifying to me. I don't know. For some reason, I could just put myself in that situation and I realized at one point that, like, I was white knuckling the hand, yeah. the seat. It just the thought of that terror. Like, one day life is normal, and the next day they're rounding you up into these big, huge machines. I just, like yeah. you said, like, what would people do? And even, and let's say they come here, like, in contact, where they're, you know. Or like uh, any of those other types of movies where they're just here and they're not like trying to kill us or whatever. People would have to adjust everything that they've ever believed in. Yeah. And a yeah. lot of people wouldn't be down to do that. They'd right. Like, uh, did you see Arrival with Amy Adams? Yeah, that was so oh, good. That was so good. Dude, that yeah. was freaking awesome. I know. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. About people not like, adjusting. Yeah, well, it was like, um, and those like soldiers put that bomb and tried to like blow up the the ship, and it's just like you know there's gonna be lots of people like that. They're yeah. Like screwing everything up and yeah, it's like cavemen. And it's like you guys have already wrecked this planet bad enough. Let's not like you know, your way doesn't work. Yeah. Clearly. Clearly. Let's let's try to take some advice from some other people that are clearly more advanced than we are. You know. It's like, do you see this spaceship? Right. What do you think you're going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? I don't think, yeah. like, shooting a gun at it is going to do anything. Right, right. Yeah, that's what always cracks me up about any of those kind of movies. They see, like, people's first reaction is always, you know, shoot at it. And it's like, you're not going to do anything to them. Yeah. Like, they you probably, know. They probably have way bigger guns. So. Right, exactly. And, like, maybe try to not have that be your first go-to. Right. <laughs> Need some more sci-fi to come. Did you watch uh, Raised by Wolves? Loved it. Okay, I, I haven't finished it yet. I think I have yeah. episodes. Uh, my husband, like, bailed on it. He was just, like, it's too heavy. It's too heavy. It's very heavy. It's very heavy sci-fi. It yeah. started out really, really good, but then it kind of lost him, and I'm like... I gotta finish watching my movie. It yeah. was freaking, though, oh my God, it was Ridley Scott, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. And like, to me, it wasn't even just the size, the sci-fi aspects of it. It was just all the like, the interplay between mother and father and like the dynamics of the of their relationship and then the relationship with each of the children and like the whole thing with Travis Fimmel, I can't remember his character's name, but like, how he starts off as an atheist and then he starts morphing to the other side and then he gets sort of crazy about it. And, uh-huh. and is it real? Like what is he going through something actually real or is it all? And it, it's so yeah. good. The last episode threw a lot of people 
because it definitely gets weird. Yeah. But I, it made sense to me. But like I, it's so like we, we got a Roomba for Christmas and we named it Mother. Nice. Like yeah, we were super, and even Dirk loved the show. Like he loved it too. So yeah, it's so good. Yeah, the acting is so insanely good. And like Father, mm -hmm. Father is like he's so I love him so oh, much. He's so beautiful. Oh my god. Yeah. Like, he's, he's so perfect. Yes, he's very pleasant to yeah. look at for sure. Yes, yeah. But just his so whole demeanor, everything about him is just so, and it and it breaks your heart because, like the times where he. Like he just wants to make her happy, <laughs> and he can't. <laughs> he can't make her happy, you know. And it just—it's like this is like a real relationship, <laughs> you know. They're—they're they're more than AI at this point, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, it's—it's it's so good. And I just actually I follow um, the actress that plays Mother on Instagram, and she just posted a picture sitting in her trailer. So they're back up and like Ooh. filming. So that's, that's yeah, very exciting. Yeah, oh, so was, good. There was another show that I was watching and I heard they were filming. What was it? Uh, Succession. I don't know that one. Ooh, um, it was on HBO and it was it's it's loosely based on like the Murdoch family, you know? So it's like a media mogul empire with like all these billionaires and like okay. there's four kids and they're like always like screwing each other and it's like very very good oh what's the what's the name of the, the one guy who plays uh i think it's rory culkin oh okay oh yeah 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 okay i remember ads for that yeah yeah yeah. and he plays like the best douchebag like yeah he's, like primo hate him but you kind of love him a little bit cause yeah he's horrible, but he's a total douchebag yeah oh yeah. cool yeah there was two seasons of that and that one ended but i hear that that one's starting to film and then there's also oh what was the other one that was great the righteous gemstones did you see that one i don't know that one either oh that's another great one it's got uh um john goodman and oh, i can't think of the i can't think of the other actors right off the top of my head but it's just it's a hilarious comedy you know oh cool about a, tele, a televangelist family oh that would be interesting it is very very good i i would check it out just watch the first episode and see if you like it like yeah pretty uh it's pretty dark at times you know yeah like parts where you're just like oh shit but yeah it's really good good for a cool. little but they're I, too, so they're gonna have their i think it's just the second i think they only had the one season but i think the second one's gonna come out and that's gonna make me really happy cool yeah. yeah, you know, we, uh, um, I shouldn't say we, Mike falls asleep super early, so it's usually just me watching TV, but um, I, I started that Lovecraft country, and it was so freaking good, uh -huh. and then I fell asleep one night watching it, and I'm like, oh crap, I gotta go back and start over, and then I just never got back to starting over, mm -hmm. but that's one I need to watch again, because that was really, really good. Mm -hmm. um, of course, what else do we watch? It's one of those things, like, I get into these things where I don't want to watch anything new. I just go back and rewatch stuff that I know gives me comfort. Yeah. So I've been like, we, we go through stints of watching like the old dark shadows TV show. Mm -hmm. um, it's like a comfort thing. And like, I randomly found this show called the good witch. I don't know if you know what it is. It's so stupid. It's a Hallmark channel show, girl. Like oh, it's girl. so I like, I can get down. <laughs> it's so like, vanilla and pleasant mm -hmm. 
And I think because the world is just so screwed up, it's like, I just want to live there. And like, because there's the hint of magic to it, hence the good witch. But it's just, it's so pleasant. And I'm like, I just want to be her. And I want to live in that town where like the worst problem is like, someone saw a ghost or I don't just that. And that's, that was pushing the boundaries when yeah. the guy, cause it turned out not to be a ghost, but just, I don't know. It's so escapist. And I've, and I only watch it on Netflix. So I only have like four seasons and I've watched every season. I mean, conservatively, probably a dozen times. Uh-huh. I just put it on. It's, it's kind of like, I probably need help at this point. Cause it's some uh-huh. weird, but it's just so pleasant. And like, takes me away to like a happy place exactly so i try not to look it's just a great mystery how i like this show because normally we like everything dark and heavy and like like we don't watch comedies it's always like some heavy sci-fi or you know this kind of stuff and then the good witch (laughs) makes no sense yeah and we're super stoked about the yeah, yeah. I guess you you got to have the balance, I guess. But um, Mike is and Mike is so funny because he only kind of watches like sciencey stuff, yeah. you know. So it'll be like or like history type stuff. So his stuff is all serious, and then I'm over here watching this just ridiculous, stupid crap. But um, yeah, we're super stoked about that uh, Justice League thing coming out next week, though. Can't wait for that. Super stoked about that because we're always we're also into that all that stuff. Oh, so. I, I, I'm, I'm completely ignorant of all of it. Yeah. Is that Marvel or is that DC? That's DC. Yeah, okay. this is DC. So what happened, I'll give you a short rundown because it's of no interest to anybody but me. But um, what happened was when the Justice League, Justice League movie came out a couple years ago, it was awful. And what happened was the director, Zack Snyder's daughter, had killed herself, okay? So he had to, he couldn't handle it. And, like, him and his wife, who are a team, backed away. And they brought Joss Whedon in from Buffy. Mm -hmm. And basically he destroyed the film. He made, like, the film was super serious. Like, the tone of it was very serious. And then Joss Whedon came in and kind of made it, like, throw in jokes and whatever. And so there was this whole online campaign of the fans saying, we want the Zack Snyder cut. And they got enough momentum that HBO was like, okay, we're going to back this. So he came back and uh, restored all of his original footage and like every single frame that Joss Whedon did, he threw out. And they even did some like refilming, you know, so it's, it ends up being like four hours long. This movie's going to be like four. So I'm like so stoked because I know it's going to have like so much dark stuff in it. And like, that's what I love. Like I, I like, I mean, I like all superhero movies just because they are what they are and I accept them for what they are. But if they're dark and gritty, uh-huh. that's like my wheel, like the Joker, that movie mm-hmm. with Joaquin Phoenix was just like utter perfection to me. So I'm looking forward to this, and I'm hoping, like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying not to hype it too much to myself, you know. But I'm not going to be disappointed either way. I'm going to like it regardless. But right, I'm, I'm right. super excited. But I just like, like, 
with the internet and stuff, people wreck everything. Like they always got to be negative about everything. And so I don't post tons about stuff I like because somebody's always got to go, yeah, but that's stupid. And this is why this is better and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm just not interested in arguing about stuff I like. Right. Or having to justify stuff I like. Yeah. Yeah. But people always do that. Like, and they always, I don't know why. I don't know. Like I posted, I posted this, um, this uh, drawing of Superman the other day that Alex Ross did. And it's my favorite version of him where he's old and he's, he's on the farm wearing a pair of overalls. And I just love it. Like I love that version of Superman and people always have to make like, like I think they're, I think they think they're being funny. But it's just like, I don't find it funny and like quit raining on my parade. Like, yeah. let me, let me fangirl. Like, don't, don't do that to me. Yeah. Just let people like things. <laughs> yeah. Let people like things. I don't know. Or like having to, like having to make a smart alecky comment about something just to like take it down a peg. You know what I mean? Like. I don't do that to other people, so I don't appreciate it when, like, I ended up just deleting the post because it bummed me out so bad. I'm like, I'll just quietly stare at it over here by myself. <laughs> but, like, you shouldn't have to be that way, you know? It's, uh, Facebook just kind of got to, uh, I, I kind of been laying off Facebook, you know? Like, it's I, hard. It's like, I... I keep going on there and like just seeing things and I'm like, Oh, I forgot. I know you. <laughs> I blocked four people this week. Oh really? Yeah. People. I don't know. I'm all for everybody having their own opinion. Right. A hundred percent. Believe what you want to believe. But when people present themselves and I find out they've got garbage opinions and I mean garbage opinions, I find it really hard to like, want them in my life right i have seen some ridiculous shocking on your posts like i swear to god like like it's like so if i if i click onto facebook and i see that like your post is the first thing that comes up because there's like 200 comments <laughs> of, like some nonsense back away I'm like Ooh, what's going on here no i don't back away i'm like that's hilarious because I've had friends say to me they won't even read my comments because they get so pissed off yeah so like I don't know how you handle that like and most of the time I'm totally cool with it like you do you it's fine but when it starts getting like against morale like my moral code right then I get real iffy about it or like earlier in the week this guy that just, you know, just casually would comment here and there, yeah. make posts, like, nothing, nothing to even note comment-wise, just random comments. All of a sudden, my phone starts ringing, and he's trying to video message me, and I, I click, I cancel it, because I'm not, I don't do that to my mother, I'm not doing it to yeah. a random person on the internet. Right. And, and I'm working, so he keeps calling back, and he's, like, basically demanding that I talk to him, and I'm like, no. And then he sent me $20 through the thing. Like, it was so weird. That's and I kept telling, like, he was drunk, and it was, like, 9 o'clock in the morning or something. And I'm like, you're going to regret. Like, I was trying to be cool. I'm like, you're going to regret this later that you're doing this. And, like, I tried to, like, dude, just back away, and we'll be cool. Like, let it go now. 
and it's fine. But he wouldn't. And then he started getting like, you're just a stupid girl that makes dumb faces and blow. And I'm just like, all right, block. But I tried all day for two days to be able to return that $20 to him. Because he sent it through the, the Facebook the app. Thing, yeah. PayPal won't return it and Facebook won't return it because it went directly to PayPal. You know what it is? It's asshole tax. <laughs> That's what everyone tells me. It's an idiot fee. Yeah, but I'm just like so aggravated. I had to deal with your stupid ass. I should charge him extra because I had to, I was dealing with PayPal and Facebook all day trying to get it fixed. But I, I just, and then just other people just, I don't, and I never used to ever block anybody. Like people would be blatantly abusive and I would just like, whatever, let it go. But now I'm just like, if you even slightly rub me the wrong way, I'm just done. Like my own brother blocked me on Facebook. So who, do, how do I care about some random person I'm never going to meet? You know what I mean? Right. My own family don't like me, so whatever. <laughs> I just, uh, I, like I said, I've been like I, I think I look at Facebook like I like checking it in the morning because then I look at my memories. Like that is a yeah. highlight of my day. I like seeing especially cute little kid pictures. Yeah. Like day, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like I'll do that, and then I usually check it like later in the afternoon. But I've drastically cut down. Yeah. Facebook use because it's like it was it was just kind of making me like I hate to say it but it was making me like hate people you know? I know and I and especially like check your local newspapers comments. oh my god oh my god dude that is just the dregs you know yeah like, yes shit you ever and there was times where I'm like looking at that and I'm like these can't be real people like, I know this has got to be like these trolling trolling or like yeah. bots, you know like it's got yeah. this can't be real you know because there yeah. was a while there where i was like looking at you know because i noticed that there would be like a particular group of people that would always be just you know being horribly incendiary in these comments and just sounding ignorant as shit you know and it's like i'd go click on their profile and their profiles were all eerily the same yeah cover photo would be like a picture of like some kids playing or like somebody on a four-wheeler or something yeah. and an american flag somewhere yeah and then like the profile pic looks all the same and there's an american flag somewhere in there and i'm like yeah shoot this is like a yeah a bot, a bot. yeah you know? it's just like they're perfect <coughs> go and start shit in these comments, you know, and just yeah. look like we're more divided than we actually are. I believe that. I believe that for sure. Although I do think that there are real people oh, with sure. those beliefs, but for yeah, sure. first, you know, cause this is funny too. Like I follow this local weatherman. Um, he just, he sees, he seems like a nice guy. So I started following his Facebook page and everything, like all he ever does is post memes. And they're always like innocuous, like nothing racy, nothing, you know, he's a weather guy. Okay. Right. He's not going to be doing anything offensive. Right. Every single time in the comments, it would turn this, this was prior to the election. Mm -hmm. So it would always turn to pro Trump, anti Biden, Garbage. always, every single time. 
<laughs> he posted a picture of like a skunk or something one day and it devolved into this whole thing and i just wrote in there i'm like dude i don't know how you deal with this because it doesn't matter what he posts it always goes there and i'm like i think of how depressed i get by that stuff uh-huh. and it's not anywhere near what that guy deals with on a daily basis and i'm just sitting here going he must just either he literally does not look at all right or he's just dead inside because i don't know how you could put up with that and not argue back or just be like shut the fuck up and get off my page like i don't, it's just crazy i'm just like it's a meme of a cat <laughs> like stop <laughs> why are you mad about it? and what does that have to do with trump yeah like i don't want to hear it from either side just shut the f up oh dude i mean i've seen like i i will the, the, the right can't meme for shit like they're <laughs> they never make sense they never make sense but like there, there's but like i would say like both both of the extremes are equally crazy like I'm yeah some wild wild shit coming from the other side too and i'm just like is this really real like i just keep thinking it's some sort of weird psyops thing yeah yeah like an experiment yeah i get everybody so like freaked out and crazy about how crazy the other side is and just yeah like, further division you know right 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 yeah it's it's disturbing i think the thing that where i started drawing the line with people is the q stuff because yeah. that's dangerous like i don't care if you're a republican or a democrat or an independent or i don't really that's irrelevant to me but when you start believing dangerous conspiracy theories to the point where you're like refusing to get a vaccine or whatever you like think that masks are going to kill you and like all this stuff that's when i'm like i whenever i anybody on my list i see them posting QAnon, i delete them immediately because i just don't even want associated right i deleted like a friend that i'd had for years and years and years because he went off the deep end you couldn't even have a conversation with anymore and it made me made my heart hurt mm-hmm. but i you, you can't talk sense like they it's off the rails and even like the anti-vax stuff like i deleted god i, I shouldn't even talk about this but like my aunt or whatever she like calling people out she she posted like this anti-vax stuff and all i said was please don't like she posted this article that said this doctor got the vax and died like two weeks later. Now there was no proof that that's what caused it or anything. And all I wrote was, please don't spread this because you're scaring people away from getting vaccinated. Now I know because it's my family, she's fully vaccinated from my grandparents, just like my mother, just like we all were fully vaccinated. But now all of a sudden you're afraid of science. Like you're afraid of this vaccine, but you weren't afraid of, polio and you know all the vaccines that kept you safe your whole life and so she argued she started arguing about it and was just like well i'm not taking this vaccine i'm just like i'm done like i'm i can love you from afar we just can't be like this anymore (laughs) you know like the the older generation kind of has this like selfish fuck you got mine kind of attitude yeah it's like well what's fine for me you know, right. you know, fine for me. And I, you know, it, 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 you guys just need to like pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Right. Work, you know, even though right. like, we, 
you didn't really leave us a very good. Well, and they, you know, the, the whole mindset of like, you know, people getting benefits for free and education for free. It's like, well, when you were putting yourself through college, it only cost like a couple hundred dollars. Right. These people are like hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt from school. There's a big, huge difference between where you were at and where they're at. And it's just so gross to me. Like, have you zero empathy for, okay, so you had to pay for your education. Shouldn't you want other people not to have to pay for that? Like, or least, are you that selfish? Yeah, or at least play, you know, at least pay something equitable to like what you paid. You exactly. Know, that's manageable, you know, like, if right. you know, work. 20 hours a week at a diner and pay for your tuition and your books and everything. Like why, 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 why do we got to be saddled with like right. grand and you know, it's just, I don't, most of the people my age that I know are just drowning in this debt. You yeah. Know, like, You'll never pay it off. You never, you never could. How could you ever pay it off? Especially when they won't even pay people $15 an hour. You know, and I, I hate to say it, but I think one of the best decisions I made in my life was to not go to school because I don't have yeah. that, you know, like, and it sucks because sometimes I feel like I have like somewhat imposter syndrome. Like I'll have people. Yeah, for like, sure. Oh, you're, oh you're, your work is fabulous and you're so talented and every blah, 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 blah. And then I say like, well, I didn't go to school. Like it discounts it somehow. You yeah. Know? It's not like official knowledge because you didn't go about learning it in the right you didn't get a certificate yeah it's not like yeah approved by you know whatever it's just a whole lot of trial and error and figuring yeah. it out for yourself and you know yeah that bill every month man i tell you give them like, yeah. like 800 bucks off the top every month to pay a, an, an unseen bill you know yeah like, right Right. Couldn't live like that. Yeah. I think that, I mean, I think that there's a lot of people that uh, college obviously works awesome for them, but not everybody, that's not everybody's path in life, you know, but it should be an option for everybody. Right. And if they want it. Grade schools a whole lot too. I mean, we need, yeah. that's the kind of stuff that you can't ship overseas, you know, like you could, like if you, I mean, computer sciences, Stuff like that. It's just like, I feel like there's not a whole lot of security in that. But if you had a trade or if you had. Right. If you're a plumber, plumber you're, all, you're, you're always going to need a plumber. Yeah. Well, or especially like what, what happened down in Texas when all the. Right. Freezing, like they had, they needed plumbers so bad. They were coming down yeah. north, you know. Go yeah. Yeah. We're always going to need people to cut hair and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I think that gets devalued. Like you're somehow lesser of a of a person. Like the person that's cutting your lawn is somehow of less value than the guy who uh, owns that business. Well, and I disagree with that completely. I mean, it's such a shitty mindset that the people and that the system has set up right. that you know somehow <laughs> the guy sitting in. in his office in corporate America deserves all that mass amount of wealth where the people that are actually doing the job don't, they don't deserve it. How did, how did, how did whoever they are convince <laughs> people that their value was less than them? You know, like I, how did that happen? Like 
for like, let's just take a farmer, for instance, how, cause a lot of, you know, farmers and, you know, people that work these jobs are convinced that for some reason, billionaires deserve to have billions of dollars and their work shouldn't be valued at the same level. How did that happen? You know, it's, it's so bizarre. I think it's a mixture of things. I think it's just sort of like, a, you know, part prosperity gospel, part supply side Jesus, you know, part just brainwashing people to vote against their own best interests. Best interests. That's what. Yeah. I'm you know, yeah. It's it's kind of mind boggling, and I think it's because a lot of people think that. They're poor now, but they'll be rich one day. Uh, yeah, that's definitely part of it. People yeah. want to be in that club so bad. But here's the thing they don't realize. Those people didn't earn, they're never going to get in that club. And they're only in that club because their parents were in that club. And their parents before them were in that club. So they were set up already at the top. And you're starting from down here. You can't catch up. It right. just keeps going like this. You're never going to catch up with it. So yeah, they, they're hoping that someday they're in that bracket that's not going that, to, that gets that tax break. And you're like, bro, you're not getting there. I promise you. All right. Well, when you get there, maybe you can argue, uh, you know, for tax cuts or something. But right. right now, I think you should uh, just sit down and be humble because. Yeah. It's so, so bizarre. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I mean. The past four years have been like just this really interesting like social experiment almost you know like yeah. if i was a psychiatrist or something like that yeah. i'd be like brain overload with like yeah. all the crazy stuff you're seeing you know like well the constant gaslighting yeah like you're not really seeing what you're seeing it's an illusion it's like the wizard of oz like mm -hmm. don't believe what your eyes are actually looking at <laughs> so strange it is and like even common sense, like if you really break it down, like take politics out of it completely. Do you believe that children should have food on the table? Yeah. Who would say no? Who would say no? Do you believe that if you're sick, you should be able to go to the doctor? Mm -hmm. Who would say no? But as soon as they start saying, well, that's a leftist idea or that, you know, how is that a leftist idea? I don't, it's so bizarre to me. Or if you start, um, you know, uh, specifying what kind of kids you're talking about. Should poor people, should poor kids be able to eat? What's like, right. Oh, well, that's, you know. Pa their parents are lazy. Yeah, their parents <laughs> yeah. have vision. And like, why should I have to pay for blah, 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 blah. If you can't feed them, don't breed them. Like, right. Have you ever seen that? That's like a bumper sticker. Like, I've seen that on the back of a truck one time. It was just like, dude, do you see, like. That's when disgusting. Did, when did, like, being an asshole become, like, a political ideology? You That's know, just you, it. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. I don't, I don't, I don't know when that happened. Well, just like I saw this meme the other day, and it was like, it was like, um. Uh, it's hard. I can't, I can't remember the specific wording, but the point of it was when they're trying to, the, the, there's like a white person or whatever. And they're like trying to cancel my culture, but it's a racist thing. So you're saying your culture is racist. Right, 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 right. So yeah, society wants to put it into like racist stuff, but you're saying that's your culture. You're really just admitting that you're a racist right. and you're proud of it. And you don't want anybody to, to change that. Right. 
you know, it's just, it's just the whole thing is just bizarre. Like if you actually remove your emotions from it and just try to view it from like a observer, it's very head scratching. And like the whole thing of um, why, okay, so I'm a Christian. I don't need to go into all that details because it's irrelevant to anybody but me. So from my, my mindset, it makes no sense to me that you would follow a Donald Trump and his ilk because they don't represent Christian values at all. Right. Zero. None. None of it. And yet a guy like Bernie Sanders does represent Christ-like values, but yet he's like scary. He's going to ruin our country. And I'm like, remove yourself from the situation. One side is saying you have to earn food. You have to, you know, you don't deserve to go to the doctor unless you have the money to pay for it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The other side is saying we want to make education affordable for people. We want to provide medicine for people. How, like, which one's really more Christ-like there? And so it's it's mind-boggling to me that they demonize that socialist, the evil socialist. And I'm, it just, it's so weird to me. It's yeah. so, like, it, I can't, I can't wrap my mind around it to the point where it's like, there has to be a word for that kind of a person and my kind of a person. Cause I'm not the only Christian that feels this way. Oh, lots. lots. So it's, it's like almost like it's become two separate religions at this point. It's just very, I, I, it's, I, I don't know how to react to it. It's so bizarre to me. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to just like read about Jesus like you know new time right. Jesus and like how he was just kicking it with like all of the you know he didn't judge people he didn't judge people and it was like everybody bring everybody together and you know help the yeah. poor and feed everybody and everything and it's just like dude I I would feel bad for him like if there was ever a second coming of Christ they'd probably just like it'd be the same thing over again on Fox News and talk about he's some yep. socialist you know <laughs> some yeah like, and he's Middle Eastern, so he's probably a terrorist. Or right, something. right. Well, no, they all think he's blonde hair and blue eyed. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Some somehow. Somehow. <laughs> somehow magically. Yeah, it's just such a it's such a frustrating thing for me because, you know, automatically if you say you're a Christian, you sort of get lumped in with that whole thing, and it's like, no, I'm not like that at all. It's not, you know, I actually, it's off, it's probably more off-putting to me than it is to a non-Christian because I, it baffles my mind that you could be that mm-hmm. confused or I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't even, it can't even make sense of it. Mm-hmm. It's like our, I've had, I've had conversations with um, other Christians that I know that think like me and I'm like, Okay, if we if we supposedly believe in the same God, how is their information so different from our information? Like, right. how is it that we're supposedly all have the same spirit, but theirs is driving them that direction, and mine is driving me completely the opposite direction, and mine seems to follow what the scripture actually says. It's very confusing to me. It is. Yeah, it's refreshing to talk to like 
self-aware Christians, you know, or like people who like can can say that it brings them peace, like on a personal level. Yeah. Know? And then it's like, and that's what I feel that like, uh, you know, uh, spiritualism or, you know, religion or whatever. Should right. Be. It's an intensely personal thing, you know? And yeah. People who want to just rub it in other people's faces. And right. Loud and brain like donkeys about it you know it's just like i think you're kind of in it for the wrong reason yeah well they also didn't learn the lesson because that's not you're supposed to people are supposed to see christ in you not you don't yell it at him right like if you if you read the bible jesus didn't track people down mm -hmm. he didn't hunt people down they came to him right. he didn't you know scream and holler and and you sure as shit was not soliciting donations, you know? No. <laughs> like $70 no. for freaking... Right. I need a jet. Yeah, I need a jet and a bunch of big houses. And... It's so disturbing. And, and, and it's... I guess the thing that's disturbing to me is, like, people don't question it, like, in the, own, in the church. Like, it's so... It's, it's just mind boggling. And, but like you, like everything to me, it's a personal thing. I'm not going to argue about religion with anybody. You don't know what I've been through. I don't know what you've been through. You can't tell me I'm wrong for what I experienced. I can't tell you you're wrong for what you experienced. It's and, and it's obnoxious to do that. It's almost like if you just found a random person and you started an argument with them about whether pink or purple is better. Right. It's an it's almost an opinion. It's a it's a relative opinion. thing. It's a personal thing, you know, and it's yeah. Like, you can't argue about who's right because right, who's right, and everybody's wrong, you know. Right, and I think that's the whole, like to me that's the whole point of of my belief system is that you accept people for who they are, and you try to be a good person, and you try to be, you know. <clears throat> As the saying goes, I guess, you know, you catch more flies with honey than vinegar. If you're running around screaming and hollering at people, why would anyone want to be around you or listen or, to anything or, you have to or, say? Or, or, or how do you think you're going to convince anybody of anything? Right, right. Like, being a dick doesn't, <laughs> right. it doesn't, like, turn hearts to you, you know what I mean? No, not at all. You think, like, well, if that's what you and your kind are like, then I don't want anything to do with you. Right, exactly. And, like, I mean, even... Even Christ said, I did not come to judge. If he's not doing it, who the hell are you to do it? I mean, if, if, if you believe in that religion, mm -hmm. he's the pinnacle of that religion. And you're not following his example because he said, don't judge. So it's very bizarre. And of course, you know, we're all flawed. We all make mistakes. Yada, yada, yada. That's a fact. You know, I'm not nice every day. It, it happens. Well, I try. <laughs> well, thank you. Imagine I was. Imagine if I wasn't. I was so nervous. I was like, "I hope she's nice." Aww. Can you imagine if I was just mean? Like, what would be the point? I don't. I know. That would be. That would be odd. I, I just have people on to yell at them. Yeah. <laughs> You're so stupid. No. I just to tell you in person that I. Think yeah. I'm right. I'm always kind of afraid of that because. So, so far, everybody I've known, like, I've known them. So I know what I'm getting when I talk to people. But there's, like, I don't really know you that well. So, I, you know, we don't really know what we were going to be like talking to each other. It could have been awkward and, like, we both sit here and stare at each other, uh -huh. <laughs> you know. 
and and so now that I'm starting to get into people that I don't know as well, I'm always like, what if I find out? Like, what if someone comes on and they're just a jerk? Uh huh. And start dropping the N word like left or right. uh, well, I actually have a plan for that, and I would just not air. Like, I would cut it off and be done. Like, or, or you should just air it and destroy them, dude. Like, just put yeah, it on the internet. There's that option too. There's that option too, and it's always yeah. Great. That's when you gotta just put the double horns on. Yeah. Like, I will destroy you. Yeah, I think there. Like, I think there's a fine line between slipping up. Like, for instance there's been a couple times where people sort of slipped up and said things jokingly that I knew people would not let be a joke. Mm -hmm. um, so I just cut it out because I'm like, this person, I know this person and I know that what they said was a joke. Yeah. And it, and it, and so that's different than somebody just full on being a racist. I think if somebody was like a full on racist, I probably would, because I, I generally tell people up front, there's no editing, so whatever you say, is you're going to suffer the repercussions for it one way or the other. Well, so that's, that's, that's the funny part about the whole like First Amendment. Well, I have freedom of speech. I can say whatever I want. It's like, you sure can. You sure can. But I can use my freedom of speech to call you a fucking asshole. And, <laughs> and the rest of the people on the internet that see this shit, you, and you might get fired. Yeah, you might get fired. You, it's yeah. freedom of speech, not freedom of repercussions. Yeah, exactly. You, you need to, it's like talking about like, we should tolerate you, but you don't really want to tolerate us. Like, we, yeah. You know, it's just, it's an insane hypocrisy. hypocrisy. Yeah. It's astounding. That's one of the points that Mike always brings up because, you know, the country has been so divided this last four years. And, and I hate to do the whole Republican versus Democrat thing because it's, there are shades of gray in there where not every single Democrat is like a hardcore leftist and not every Republican is a Trump, whatever. But let's, I'm just for the sake of the conversation, Republicans and Democrats. So a lot of Republicans, it's like, they'll tell you, well, if you don't like this country, get out. But like Mike, Mike's point is, but it's my country as much as it is your country. Right. We all live here together. So I'm allowed to think exactly how I want to think without you telling me I need to get out. Right. You know, and it's like, it's, it's an interesting thing where somehow it's become that they're more American. Yeah. How, I don't understand. You know, we all love our country just as much as they love their country. We just have different views of how we want things to run. Yeah. You're not you're not more American because you hate Colin Kaepernick because he took a knee during the national anthem. No, you're just less tolerant of people's opinions. That's right. what that boils down to. Yeah, you're you're okay with somebody wrapping it around their uh, waist and putting you know buffalo horns on and storming the Capitol. You think that guy's a great American, but yet oh Kaepernick can't like you know you know takes a quiet knee. And he's, you know, the devil. It's right. just such a strange, it's such a strange thing. And like, it's so weird too, because ramping up towards the election, um, our neighborhood's very small and it's very conservative. Um, and people were putting up American flags and it almost became this weird symbol of like, what do you mean? 
Like, it's almost like I'm cramming this down your throat. Like, you're not American. I'm American. Mm-hmm. And it was very strange. And then the one guy's house, he had up a, a, a 1976 flag, like, implying that this revolution and all this, you know. Uh-huh. And he he would have, like, QAnon stuff written on his windows on his car and just, like, all this stuff. And and so, like, there was almost this weird division in the neighborhood where, like, people were putting up American flags as almost like an FU to the, to the Democrats. And I'm like, we're all in the same country. And, like, the flag has become this weird, almost right-wing um, weapon or something. Yeah. Well, then after the election, some people took their flags back down. And that guy flipped his upside down. So what? You're not American anymore? Like, you don't have pride in the flag anymore? It's just such a bizarre thing. Like, it was almost like... It it was almost like they started... It's the same thing as the Confederate flag. Like, they were using it the same way people will use the Confederate flag as, like, an Mm F.U. It was very strange. Um, and like, I don't see people on the other side doing stuff like that. Like, I, did you see that video where that woman's like, where's all the Biden flags and where's all, like, like it was a bad thing that liberals aren't like putting up flags on their trucks and like whatever. And it's like, we're not psycho cult members. I don't care. I didn't care if it was Biden or any of, I didn't care who it was. I was voting against Trump. I wasn't voting for Biden. I didn't care. It didn't matter to me. Anybody actually voted or Biden. No, I don't think so either. It's like the least inspiring of all of them. Right. I was like really surprised. Like during the, because of course, like, you know, during the primaries, I was just all about Bernie. Like, he had yeah. a rally here in town. It was dope to go see him, you know? Yeah. I think that was on like March 7th or something. So that rally was like right before everything shut down. And I was so mm-hmm. happy I got to see it. But then I was like, go put him, wrap him in plastic and put him you away know. so that he doesn't get COVID. I was all about that and I was like really excited because it came out the gate like pretty well you know and then yeah I think he got screwed I think they screwed him I do I actually do believe like people are as as afraid of him on the left as they are on the right because there's a lot of rich guys on the on the left too well you know I ever heard was people just talking shit about like oh he's not electable and it's like Everybody loves him. What are you talking about? It's like, yeah. What do you mean by that? It's like how was Trump electable? Huh? How was Trump electable? He wasn't either, he right? Was, uh, he was. He was uh, good on TV. I think that's what it was. I think. I think that's how he won everything. Was they just they put his ass on TV all the time, and I blame the media a lot for all of that. Like, yeah. It sounds like a cop out and everything, but it's just the way that he was covered and like how much how much they gave him, you know, yeah. like they, would, they would just show like live view of like an empty podium before he would do a rally, you know, and it was just like, why is he because it's he's good TV, you know, yeah. that, like, I hate everything about the man, but I'll give to you that he's entertaining, he's entertaining. And he knows, yeah. how to, he knows how to work that shit. Yeah, he's been yeah, doing his entire life. He's yeah, just, he's just a shitty celebrity. And uh, it still blows my it blows my mind, dude. It's like I I, it's like sometimes I pictured myself like talking to somebody who'd been in a coma for like five years or something like that, and they come back and be like, "Oh, okay, so 
guess who the fucking president is? You're never going to believe it, you know? Yeah. Like, would you ever, yeah. ever say, you know, if you could go back, like, you know, 10 years in time and be all like, you're never going to believe this shit, you know? Yeah. Like, about the pandemic, half a million people are dead I know. in a year. In a year. It's just, I know. I know. It's a, it's been a whirlwind. <laughs> yeah. It's a, like, we all just need some, like, normal, you know? Yeah. So, some dusty joe to put us to sleep yeah i'm fine i'm fine I'm with it <laughs> no no drama we don't want drama just yeah, chill dude the speech that he gave last night like dude i had to turn the volume up because i could barely hear him i'm like damn dude are you <laughs> i don't even watch anymore because i don't care yeah, yeah, <laughs> i you know, just don't I just, care i just catch it because i'm like well they're gonna be talking about this on the news tomorrow so yeah just, or sometimes i'll watch it and i'll just be like let's just make sure he doesn't like fall asleep or do something. <laughs> gonna do something i'm so used to it being like oh shit we gotta watch you might do something crazy i know like the soap opera it's just <laughs> totally a so like i you know every morning um while i work i would turn on young turks on youtube and watch whatever crazy shit happened the day before every day there would be something outlandish you know and it was like this weird form of entertainment like uh shock tv kind of um and it's nice not to have to do that anymore like i don't wake up going what crazy what shit happened today yeah what did he yeah. do last night because that's all they're gonna be oh my god like when they when they turned off his twitter it was like a calm had settled across i know you know it, it was insane like how in the days following that how just just the news had changed and i didn't realize yeah. like how much of the news was just like Oh, he tweeted some shit last night. You know, he sent like 32 tweets, you know, between. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, what crazy shit is he talking about? And now it's just like silence. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, nice. Oh, it's very nice. Yeah. I, and you know, it's like, that's how it used to be. I mean, you would, you would not agree with somebody's politics or whatever, but it wasn't like, people didn't get so damn worked up about it you know they weren't willing to like fall on the sword for the president and it's it's such a weird it's such a weird thing um i can't recall it's like a it's really truly a cult it's very strange i can't, I can't recall like dude nobody was freaking you know nobody had bush flags you know what i mean no <laughs> no happened with all of this like what is it about this dude it, it blows my mind yeah, it's very cultish. It's, yeah. I mean, that's the only way you can describe it. Because, like, yeah, there's nobody was ever so diehard for any former president right. that they're putting fucking king-sized <laughs> flags off the back of their car okay. and, and, you know, decking their house out and, and wearing the, the clothes. And it's just such a bizarre thing. Very bizarre. Like... I feel like I'm going to be like an old lady in an old folks' home. Talking about it. Yeah, my great-granddaughter or something's going to come visit, and she's going to be all like, Grandma, I have to write a report about Trump era. And I'll be all like, girl. I'll be all like, let me get the whiskey out real quick. Sit <laughs> down, I got a story to tell you. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like how, you know, the older generation talked about World War II, World War II or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, between that and the pandemic, wow. Yeah, 
it's yeah been a, it's been a crazy little bit here yeah it has though because if we're talking like you know the majority of people who who want to be vaccinated will be by by like june you know they yeah. you know, or before that or whatever Dude, it's gonna be like the roaring twenties. It's gonna be insane. Everybody's gonna come out, and it's just gonna be party, party, party all yeah. the time. Or yeah. is it? Next thing I wonder is, oh, yeah. I like I have a couple of people that I know that say like I prefer this. I don't like going out. Well, I'm kind of in that camp. I'm at yeah. part time, you know. But like, I I wish I could just socialize a little bit more but like people who are just much more comfortable at home mm-hmm. you know and much more comfortable with like limited but definitely not crowds you know they're all like right i don't think i'm gonna go back to trying to yeah go out and do things like i'm pretty yeah. happy in my house and like i've been here and that's just how it's gonna be you know like our life really didn't change that much because i already worked from home and we've always been homebodies anyway um and like when we go hang out it'll be like we go meet like brett and sarah uh brett from audra they live just right up the road here we'll go have dinner with them like once a month and hang out for a couple hours they're like the only people we really hang out with so and they're and they're homebodies too so like nothing really much changed for us but i just miss stuff like you know going to goodwill and not worrying about touching things and but i feel like i feel like i'm probably always going to keep a mask on me because i mean cold and flu season none of us have gotten sick in in like two years yeah exactly so i was just like dude nobody had a cold nobody had the flu that you know and it's just like well it works and i just feel like if you're sick you know put the mask on like it's polite you're going at like asian countries do it all the goddamn time you know because it's yeah. polite because they believe in like not spreading germs benefit, you know it's not just about like you and what you want to do you know right so i'm just like yeah i think that's something that's definitely going to stick around mass yeah gonna stick around you know? and like stupid stuff that you didn't think about before like you know you go to the store you buy a bottle of pop or a can of pop or whatever and you don't wipe it off and you just drink it like that's insane to me now yeah like you see that in like old movies or tv shows like people being real close or like even sharing drinks and you're like what are you doing yeah totally back in the before time the long long ago like sharing food yeah well we were we were watching like hell's kitchen or whatever the other day and they're like all eating off the same plate of food and i'm like what are you that's so like now you think about that and you're like that is crazy yeah but like you said like it's only polite if you know that you're sick why would you not put a mask on when you're going out in public otherwise you're willfully spreading your germs all over the place kind of makes me feel like a dick because i know i've done yeah of course we've all done it or go to work sick We've all done it. All of us. I mean, at the beginning of this, we did it because back like end of January, like right before they knew what this was, all three of us got sick and it was the weirdest sickness. Like it was unlike any sickness we'd had before. And like I said, I work from home. So I didn't do this just because I work from home. But like Dirk got sick first. And his, he had a temperature one day, so I kept him home. The next day, his temperature came down, so I sent him right back to school. And then the next day, he had the temperature again, so I kept him at home again. 
And then the following day, he didn't have it, and I sent him back to school. Same thing happened to Mike. He was sick. He got the exact same sickness. He still went to work. So I'm positive we had COVID. And we all, I mean, we are taught not to stay home. You don't call off work unless you're fucking dying, basically. So we all, you know, people that I worked with, everybody thought they just had the flu and they were all at work, which was crazy. Like, don't go to work with the flu either, dummy. But but that's just how we are. I mean, we're trained. You don't call off work. You go to work, whether you're sick or not. And especially because most jobs are, you know, you're not staffed. So if you're not there, you know, it causes huge impact. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're getting them all sick. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because, well, it was uh, it was towards the end of January, right, when they started, like, started being like, oh, shit. Yeah. On, you know. Well, uh, so so my husband, his name's Eli. I just call him Eli now. Um, he, he was going to visit. He was going to Seattle to visit his buddy at the end of January. And I kept thinking, like, I don't know if it's a good idea to travel. It's like, oh, it's fine. So he was out there for, like, 10 days or something like that. And he called me. He was like, dude, I don't feel good. Like, I'm, oh, no. I don't feel real he had like the stomach thing, you know, it was whatever. And it didn't go away. And when he came back, like the day that he came back was like the first confirmed death or whatever out there. And I was just like, dude, I, I think you got COVID. He's like, no, it's a, they're talking. And this was like preliminarily, you know, when they really didn't know too much about right. it. Like, what are the symptoms? What are the, you know, and he's just like, well, they don't say anything about like the stomach issue because the stomach was the main issue. You know, he's like, Oh, well they're not talking about stomach issues. He went to the hospital. Like it was that bad. He went to the hospital and they could not figure out what was wrong with him. Like they kept him overnight and they could not figure out what was wrong with him. And it lasted like three weeks before. Oh yeah. Normal. And like, so now like after everything had happened, like I'm like, dude, I'm like a hundred percent positive. He was in Seattle. He was staying with his buddy who lived in Kirkland, which was where that first outbreak at that one uh, old folks home. He was riding the yeah. bike up there. Yeah. Like, I'm like, dude, you you got that shit, you know? But and then it's just like, and then it was almost like, well, if you've had it, then maybe you have the antibodies, and maybe yeah. you'll be okay. And then it was like the information changed, and it's just like, well, that's not a positive. That was the thing that just got me the most because it was this new thing. Yeah, I didn't have consistent information about it. I right. In the beginning, when it was like Fauci was saying, like, well, mass actually might not be the best idea right now. You know, they might not give you the protection you need. And it's just like, okay, so we don't need to wear masks. Okay. And then, like, two weeks later, it was like, everybody needs to wear a mask. And it was just like, yeah. just, just tell me. I know. Give me, give me a set of guidelines that I can follow to keep me and the people I care about safe, you know, but it was just such a crazy thing. Like that first, yeah. the first month, like I was terrified. Like when everything shut down at first, like I was terrified. It messed me up. I was I know. The house for like six weeks or something. Like we just didn't leave the house. It was yep. and like the first time we went grocery shopping, it was terrifying, you know, and like standing in line outside to get into the grocery store and everything. It was like surreal. It was like, it was like a movie. Yeah. It was like a post-apocalyptic, you know, the world, war of the worlds, uh, everything's ending. Yeah. It was weird. What was that one with Kate Winslet and Jude Law? Freaking, uh, uh, 
No, I didn't see that. I mean, it's really good, but after COVID, you probably don't need to see it. Cause yeah, we lived it. <laughs> you know, but yeah. that was a really good one. It was like a, you know, like Outbreak with like Dustin yeah. and Morgan Freeman. That was a good classic right there. Yeah. It might be a good pandemic film. I just don't like it when it comes true. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I mean, we still wipe everything that comes down, like everything that comes in the house, we wipe it down. We wipe our mail down, every grocery. When I go get coffee, I wipe the cups down. Like we, you know, and I don't know that that's something I'll stop doing just because it just makes sense, like to wipe germs off of things. Like, like you we know. Should, we all should have been germaphobes this entire time. Right. It wouldn't have happened. <laughs> if we'd have just been cleaner and more hygienic, maybe. It yeah. Would have I don't know. At least not to the extreme. Not to the extreme. Yeah. Extreme. I mean, when you've got people like going out to bars and being up in each other's faces, like it's not a thing. You know, I see people posting on my timeline this whole time, being out hanging out with their friends and all this stuff. And I'm just like, you guys are so flagrant and maybe you're not going to get sick and die, but you might give it to somebody who does, or you might give it to somebody who gives it to somebody who does. And it's just like, you can't, you really can't stay home. Like it's, you really can't sacrifice hanging out for a little bit. I need to do that. <laughs> right. you know what I mean, it's just like, it, it's, yeah. it just blows my mind. Like, yeah. Well, and even like we've kept Dirk home school this whole time. Um, at the end of last school year, they moved to at home schooling and we just kept him home because like things aren't getting better. It's the same as it was. And, you know, there's so many people who have been like, oh, kids just need to be in school. They need to be in school. And I'm like, yeah, they do. But they also need to be alive and they also need not to kill their parents and then be left without a mom and a dad. So, you know, yeah, this all sucks. I hate that he can't go play with his friends and that he can't be in school right now. But I'm, I, I feel fairly confident that it's better that he's not sick. Right, right. <laughs> or giving a sickness to Mike and I that ends up killing one of us and then he doesn't have a parent and then has the guilt of that for the rest of his life. Or the teachers too. I right. Mean you know, a lot of them are older and they're, yes. And it's just, yeah. Uh, I just can't wait till like, we just don't have to say the word COVID anymore. I know. Pandemic, you know, like it's, it's a distant memory. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We look back on it. Like we look back on the Clinton administration or something like, <laughs> right. Ago, yeah. <clears throat> right. Yeah. It's, and I think that, you know, the people who are anti-vax anti now for this specific vaccine, I think once they see enough people getting it and they realize it's not causing any issues, <clears throat> then they'll lighten up on it. Because it's sort of like when it becomes to where it's kind of like the flu shot and like right. it's just something that you do every year and it's not a big deal, then I, I think more people will probably get it get it especially because the johnson johnson is only like one shot it's not even a big deal like i think that the the whole the way it is now where you have to get the one shot and then go back for the second shot and, and like people are you know that you have a reaction to it some people have 
more of a reaction than other people. So there's a lot of this kind of fear of the unknown of like what's going to happen. I think once enough people have gotten the vaccine that we know exactly how it's going to go and it's not that big of a deal, then more people will be like more apt to get the vaccine than um, be scared to do it or whatever. I'll be a guinea pig. I'll be a guinea pig. Just try it out. Like you yeah. can see what happens, you know, like I don't Yeah. I'm really excited to see. I mean, I'm hoping, you know, like we're registered at a couple of different places to get it. And his parents got it just this last Tuesday. Mm -hmm. It's just like, oh, God, any time now. Yeah. Go on with our lives. Yeah. Hang out and like, because we'll like do family things like mm. once every couple of weeks where we hang out outside and like it's this whole socially distanced thing. And mind you, it's been like in the single digits. I was going to say, it's cold. Like, like huddling around a fire as much as you can huddle with like being spaced out and everything. And it's just like, oh my God, if we could just be in your living room by that fireplace right now, like, oh my God, can we? Yeah. Let's get back to normal. It's getting close though. Like it's such a relief that Mike's fully vaccinated, um, especially because he has type one diabetes. So he's in that risk, you know? And so it's like, it's such a relief knowing that he's at least safe from it. Right. And I'm just waiting for mine, which should be any time now. And, you know, it's like, you know, I don't like taking medicine and I don't like, I'm scared to get the shot. I'm always, I'm scared of taking anything that I've never had before because you never know how you're going to react to it. Right. But you just have to have faith in that the science is solid and you're going to be okay. You know what I mean? Uh, it definitely beats the alternative. I have some friends who are uh, RNs who have been on the front lines of this stuff in the hospitals. And it's like just hearing the horror stories of what they've faced. I don't want to be in that situation. I don't want anybody that I care about to be in that situation because mm -hmm. it's not good. My, my friend just lost her dad um, a couple weeks ago. They couldn't even be in with him to say mm -hmm. goodbye. And it's that just was, like, no, we don't want to go through that. Yeah, back in May, there was like a, on, on the PBS News Hour, they were talking to a nurse. And he said something that I thought was just so profound because, you know, he's talking about like, you know, the IC, ICUs are completely full and you have like, you know, three or four people dying a day. Yeah. And he said about how, you know, just the, the, the feel of, the feeling of dread that death could pick me. Like, yeah. it was just, like, so, like, uh, I, just saying that was just, like, because it's so completely, it's an, it's the, it's, like, the great equalizer, you know? It's like, random, like, yeah. Yeah, it's random, and it doesn't give a shit about what your bank account looks like, or, like, how many followers you have, or, like, right. anything like that. Like, it's just all just the great equalizer, and it could pick you, you know? And yeah. it just terrified me so much that it's just, like, you can't see it can't smell it you can't sense it in any way shape or form it's this invisible hidden menace you know and it's everywhere and everybody yeah. could potentially have it and it's just the fear of it yeah that's gone you know like when that when 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 the vaccine hits and people are just free again i just it's gonna be glorious yeah i, I want to have a big huge like kumbaya circle with like Threadlocked hippies and drums and freaking like, <laughs> sunshine and 
peyote. I don't know. So just <laughs> one time. It's going to be great. Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. <laughs> You're funny. I think you have to wear a diaper when you do ayahuasca. No, thank you. you. Really? Yeah, I'm yeah, no. Like, no, thank you. I, you know what? I can't even like. I'm, I'm risking things drinking this diet, diet, Dr. Pepper right here because caffeine sometimes messes with me. If I can't even have caffeine all the time, I'm yeah, not taking no ayahuasca or mushrooms or LSD or any of that kind of stuff because no, never, never really messed with any of that because it's just like I don't know how that's gonna mess with me. So Better yeah, smart and you know, drink fruity cocktails and. <laughs> <laughs> I know what those do. Exactly. Exactly. Aw. Well, I guess I'm talking to you. Like it's weird, but I kind of gotten used to like Yeah. Talking, but it's just like a screen kind of thing, you know. Yeah, it's funny because um I hate talking on the phone and I went for years like I I talked to my mom on the phone maybe four times a year. It's just not I hate talking on the phone. And I don't know why or how I decided this would be a good idea, but I probably, probably because of the pandemic and everybody's at home and like really the only human interaction you get outside of the people that live in your house is online. Uh -huh. And then I have a friend who does a podcast and, and I just thought like kind of jokingly said, I should do a podcast and just like, not do any research because he does meticulous research and hours and hours of research and all this stuff. And I'm like, I should just do it and like not know anything about anything. Don't know anything about the person. Don't look up anything about them. Let them talk about whatever they want to talk about. Do no editing, no lighting, nothing special. And just do that. And I'm like, that would be fun. Like yeah. that would be fun. And so, and it's funny because I started, so I started doing these and it's been like super fun. And, um, I mean, I don't know if anybody else outside of me and like the person I'm talking to enjoys it, but, <laughs> but we're having fun. So who cares? I'm having a great time. I would be probably yeah. watching random YouTube videos yeah. and like drinking beers and like, yeah. hanging out with my cat or something, you know what I mean? So it's cool. But it's, it's funny because at the same time this happened, at work, they've decided that they're going to um, do away with like 85% of my department. And so we're in the process of training uh, people to take our jobs, essentially. Oh, what? And so, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. So they tapped me as a trainer. So I'm training six people online every day, like for seven hours every single day. And so weirdly, this has helped me transition into doing that, being less nervous about it. And thankfully, I don't have to be on camera, you know, with them. Right. But um, so weirdly coalesced at the same time. And, and so this has helped me be less nervous about doing that and vice versa. So like I used to get super nervous and like, I mean, I still get a little bit nervous talking to people, obviously that's normal. But before I used to get like major social anxiety about it. Oh, yeah. And now, now I'm just kind of like, I still do it in person. Like if we were sitting down in person, I would be a lot more nervous mm -hmm. than this, but um, I don't know. It's, it's actually been a good thing. So I don't know. We'll see. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta stretch yourself, I think, sometimes and get outside of your comfort zone. But yeah. 
<laughs> for shizzle. Uh, well, it's a quarter after 11. Yes. I am an old lady and I go to bed. I feel you, my love. <laughs> it's only what? Not, is it 9? Nine, nine, uh, nine, let's see. It is 9.16. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so I've been doing these. They've been going about two hours, so we're right on course, too. Nope. Well, so, I have one. Like, it went, it went very well. I, I was like, I bet you there's going to be some insane like uh technical glitches or something or like or like my because i'm using my daughter's laptop because mine crapped out it's a crap top now you know yeah <laughs> so i'm using hers and i was just like oh dude it's gonna be like uh that one lawyer who was doing that Zoom with the cats <laughs> <laughs> i'd have some crazy like filter and i'd be like i don't know how to i don't i don't know how yeah to like, help, come down, help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I'm hoping that this uh, mic situation works because this is the first time I'm using the headset. So I'm like, I, I'm praying that it actually worked and that, like, when we end this, like, there's not some crazy technical thing where y you can only hear one of us. I tested it a couple times before, and it seemed like it was fine. So I'm, uh, fingers crossed, that this actually worked and this wasn't all for just me and you hanging out which is fine if it's which just me and you hanging fine. out it's totally fine but you know and I, but I, I said anything that i could possibly regret so i think no 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 <laughs> you've been fantastic nothing uh we we were very well behaved we kept yeah. our we kept our even our um comments about things that maybe we probably get angry about in other scenarios I, I like, I don't know cool we, i don't know if we should talk about politics but yeah we kept it cool we kept it, yeah, cool. We kept it cool we were diplomatic yeah and it's like just sort of something that's on everybody's mind anyway so mm -hmm. we won't be too crazy so yes well i have very much enjoyed spending time with you this evening and uh, you're so beautiful and um your work is really beautiful so send me any links that you want me to post in the show notes oh and i was told from from my son to please start asking people to go follow his YouTube channel. So I'm telling everybody right now, I'll put a link. Like and subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe. Smash that like button. Yes, please, please smash, hip thrust that like uh, that like button. I don't know if you know who I'm talking. Uh, was that guy Leon Lush? Anyway, he always says hip thrust the like button. So uh, I just stole his shtick, but um, he will never know. But yeah, so I'm, I'm throwing a shout out to my son Dirk. So I'll put, <laughs> I'll put his link in the description. And anything, anything at all you want me to link to, just send me a DM with your information, and I'll get it hooked up. And enjoy your springtime that's about to blossom up there and well, get back we're outside. Get, we're about to get third winter because there's first winter <laughs> and then second winter, and then we get like the first little like tease of spring where everybody gets all excited and then like old man winter comes back yeah like the old right left yeah so like true on but i'm not and then, yeah and it sucks like so by june it'll be fine yeah we still got some snow coming for sure but yeah it's on its way we, we cool in that direction so it's good <laughs> yes all right it was wonderful talking to you. It was a pleasure. I'm glad we had we had a great conversation. That was fun. Yeah, it was totally a lot of fun. Totally yeah. fun. All right, I will All right. talk to you again soon. Okay, and I need you to hang up because I don't know how to. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm on it. I'm on it. So I'm going to end the call right now. And thank you for spending your evening with me. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. <laughs> Bye. Oh, there, I think I got it.